0: you dogs, swab the decks and hoist the sails. The guns on board be needing some proper madden, pieces of eight and a fine wench on your iron. If you work, be not too shoddy. Careful not to flounder too badly, though, or you may have to dance the and jig as we see you to Davy Jones. The Jeffy, my boy, on with the show.
1: Welcome everybody, friends, folks, foes, and fellow Pirate mates, to our latest Friday night feature edition of High Radio Podcast. It's episode number 249, our annual World Halloween Roundtable. WPRPN is the website we'll encourage you to drop by, take a look at, keep in mind sign up is free all you really need is a username, email and password, from there everything should be pretty much smooth sailing, if you find yourself coming up against any obstacles just get back to us via our email, pirate1radio at Protonmail.com. That's a numeral one. Proton uh, Pirate One Radio at Protonmail.com, and we'll do whatever we can to help set you in the the right direction. Uh, be sure to check out all of our social media links we have available via not only my own personal Facebook timeline Jaffe32, but also over on Minds.com Pirate Radio Network. Uh, this go around youtube as well hopefully there's not too much that gets in the way here as far as the uh, the algorithm censorship is concerned uh you know for uh, as liberal as of an image as they would like to project to the wider world it it's i we're probably not the only ones who find it, uh ironic the uh, lengths that YouTube and other Silicon Valley-based companies are willing to go in shutting people down totally not only uh, in opposition and uh, in counter to basic uh, Western values, but everything regarding that we've we've fought and stood for, in support of freedom of speech for so many years, should be some major red flags appearing there, uh, for most people. Those of us who are paying attention, of course. But we're not here to talk about that so much as, as uh, the time of year where we. Find ourselves. So, a chance for the crew here aboard the Robin Hood to bring together a diverse number of colorful personalities from around the world to discuss all things Halloween. From the good to the bad and the ugly, our conversation this week could practically go anywhere, whether you call it Halloween or Samhain. October 31st has long held a major cultural significance for many people from around the world. While we'll do our best via the panel to hash it all over, we also invite you, the listener, to share your comments via the Peanut Gallery end of things. Feel free to call in via Skype, pirate1radio at gmail.com, if you dare and uh as far as the crew that we have with us here this go round uh in some ways i suppose this makes all that much uh, you know a whole lot of sense it's a skeleton crew we had been expecting a few more people there was one cancellation out of the uk unfortunately uh our old friend soma ra feeling that it was critical for her to catch up on her beauty sleep. We know how it is, of course. Uh, And she had been quite keen to participate in things in the the lead-up to uh, this week's live stream. Unfortunately, just with the state of the world and the way that all of our lives are... uh, the, the stress and burden placed on us can can really uh, you know can get to the best of us at times, so she deserves a bit of a break and uh is definitely someone who has expressed a, a keen interest in dropping back in here at some future date probably in in the new year really unless of course we cross paths with her once again in uh course of the upcoming Christmas season, Operation Secret Santa 2021, not too far down the road. You can see it looming out there along the horizon line, so rapidly approaching as it does pretty much every year. Uh, Angel, can you believe this is our seventh year for Operation Secret Santa. It uh, now I don't know if you've been paying close attention to things or not, but it's crazy the way time flies.
2: Are you kidding me? Of course, uh, I was uh, from the day one. I was like, "All right, this is going to be cool," and now seven years later, it's like just like air in the wind. It just flows right by, man. Uh, to me, it's like just yesterday I was talking to Art Bell, and look how many years already it's gone since he passed by. How long has it been since his uh, all too long? We passed on in 2018. Really? Yeah. I mean, time flies, brother. Time flies. I remember that it was yesterday. I was getting my leg surgery, and that was 2019 on December. Do you know that Art brought us in actually as a moderator
1: for his, uh, the Art Bell fan forum, which I think was i don't know in whose hands uh the reins of power as it were were originally uh placed but it it was really it might have had something to do with the, the bell gab group or something along those lines if if memory serves but just lo and behold you know you talk about either synchronicity or serendipity I don't know how it happened. Uh it occurred this way with the this main Tibetan Buddhism group over on Facebook as well. We're up to nearly I think 60,000 people on that one. It's pretty crazy. And they somebody out there wants me to uh be in in the the driver's seat essentially as far as being able to to help moderate things and maybe they heard about my my ha- history and background as a hockey referee so uh do you sometimes post in that art bell fan forum group i i'm not sure if we've seen you over there or not we've seen a few of our friends and
2: well i used to post on bell gab back in the day uh for Skywatchers radio but i haven't really been uh keeping up to date with the newer stuff just because i'm so busy with the network you know psn and so flow and Jern and all the stuff that we're working on here with the pirate uh, radio network. I mean, it's just too much to keep up with, you know, for one guy. And with my health issues, like, what else do I need to pile on? So, Yeah,
1: you were just telling us uh, about
2: this uh,
1: during the course of the pre-show. And don't worry, folks, in case you're wondering, we will get to the Halloween end of things here momentarily. We've, we've got one of our uh, other friends who's uh, been you know, proven to be, you know, good, uh, good to his word, which is always great. And really that's how in many ways I do in judging a person's character is, well, it's part of the pirate code, isn't it? That your word is your bond and your bond is your life. That's how the deal works. And we say that sometimes in jest here, but, uh, there's, there are, I, I, I would argue there, there's cosmic implications to all of that too. When somebody does give their word and then they flake out or don't show up, uh, not, not naming any names. And, uh, in particular, this has nothing to do with Soma Ra. I, like I said, I you know, quite sincerely, I do believe she deserves a break because she has a lot of, a lot of, uh, issues on the go and, and things that she has to deal with uh, in the course of her, her life. So, but it is it is rather it, it's it's unfortunate but also uh disheartening in some ways too when you have people lined up there are seats available that you could have given to others and then it's almost like a form of uh internal sabotage shall we say uh so I know with one person here it's happened twice in a row now but uh That two years consecutively now they've they've flaked out on us, so uh, that's quite telling. I would I would say, and it's you know it 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 doesn't go over well. Not not in my books. I don't know how others out there listening how they feel about these sort of things when people they promise you something, they give you their word, and then they uh, without even an explanation, you know, or an apology. Uh, so, and, and there are, as you know, Angel, uh, health issues sometimes that arise or family emergencies or people get into, you know, fender benders or God only knows the number of things that can arise in people's lives. And uh, I think we had, we had about, well, there was like seven people here in the group all together and uh, we weren't really expecting Reverend Jim necessarily. So it's you know it's not uh, has nothing to do with him either of course, because he's got his own thing going on and i'm not sure what what uh what what danny's role in all this is other than the fact that uh he's our he's our whiny little mascot pirate kitty but where I was going with all this actually just to uh just to circle back uh in in not so not so Jen Saki style, uh, your health issues yourself, Angel. Uh, how are things, do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, I, I was even surprised to see you here with us tonight. Cause I was half expecting to have you still perhaps in the hospital. You, 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 you actually made a drive uh, just the other day and, I'm not sure. Once again, how much you really want to get into things, but it was like an hour. Actually, both ways, close to three hours
2: at least. You know the. Oh, it it's been a nightmare. I went one day, uh, which I was scheduled to confirm the whole thing. I went, drove an hour to get there to be told that the day before they canceled my surgery because they had sent me to the wrong building and the wrong surgeon, so they rescheduled it for the following day, uh, which they didn't tell me. So I get there, I get told I have to go back home, so that's two hours of driving, 30 minutes just to get from the parking lot to the clinic because it's a long parking you know space between the two. So it took me an hour to get there, a half an hour to walk up there, An hour to go back home or half an hour to walk walk back to my car and then an hour to go back home to do it the next day to go back to the clinic another hour to walk another half an hour to be told, oh, we can't do this in-house. And as an outpatient, you got to see a different surgeon because it's in uh, an area that could get easily infected. And so you might have to actually do this inpatient. So we're going to reschedule you for November 5th. So I had to walk back another half an hour to my car to go back another hour home. So I wasted gas money and a couple hours of me just walking, which with a broken back, it's not fun. Uh, that is a major, major disappointment in the medical industry here in the U.S. I mean, how do you let that happen to a, a patient? I mean, I don't understand that. Uh, but you know that's the the way it works that's the way the cookie crumbles jeffy uh in, indeed it is a sign of the times i suppose
1: reflection yeah, of yeah. the the health industry in america and it's, it's pretty unprofessional when you do think about the fact that they could have at least had the courtesy to have made
2: a call to you uh stating the that the crazy part is I, I when the initial uh, time that I was supposed to go in, I confirmed it the morning that I was supposed to go in. I confirmed it on my phone and it said, your schedule for today, no problem. So I kept there and I'm told, oh, they canceled it yesterday. And I'm like, I just confirmed it again. We confirmed today. They're like, oh, well, sorry. Come Jeez. back tomorrow. Yeah. I go back tomorrow and they're like, oh, sorry. Come back November 5th. I'm like, what? Clearly just yeah. cutting off and I can move on with my life. What's going on here? <laughs>
1: Clearly, somebody's got their wires crossed. And I don't think it's you. So, all right, we'll put that we'll put that aside for now. It's great that we've still got you here, of course, and you haven't run into any further real, more serious, uh, health complications per se. And we do wish you all the best with the the procedure that you will be, uh, con- you know, having to having to address come. Did you say it's a, yeah, it's the first or second week of November. In the meantime, we do have somebody else here that has dropped in and joined us. Uh, let's uh, this time too remind our listeners that pirate1radio at gmail.com is how you can reach out and get in touch with us here live uh via Skype, Pirate One Radio, that's the numeral one uh at gmail.com. We'll bring you on board even if just for a a couple quick comments, maybe a question or two and uh, take things from there. And if you do have any, speaking of questions, any comments, thoughts or anything along those lines uh, regarding Halloween, Samhain as uh, the ancient Celts, I believe, did refer to it as Uh, a lot of people, of course it's it's Sam Hain is how it's spelled but that's not how it's pronounced um you know that's what we're here for this this week uh, to discuss things from all various angles in fact the fellow that we've got joining us here old friend and fellow pirate matey out of oh boy uh Coquitlam or Coquitlam? it's one of the two and Coquitlam <laughs> yeah I'll Coquitlam British Columbia not so far from Vancouver, uh, Greater Vancouver itself, down right nestled down there snugly uh, in the lower mainland. But uh, now, Yvonne, welcome back.
3: Uh, Great to have you. Uh, Join us. Thanks. Thanks, Jaffe. Good to see you guys. Glad to be back. Uh, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Feel free. Four is yours. Yeah. um, Well, with the uh, lockdowns happening, uh, if you don't have a vaccine passport, there are very few places you can go in town now. They include uh, the public library, um, some malls (laughs) where there are these kind of like, you know, like a mall, like a food court, you can go there, and uh, a swimming pool. But you can't go to the weight room. But the swimming pool sauna, you can. And I was at the sauna the other day, and the guy he says, hey, uh, did you get your shots? And I said, yeah, I had a shot at Jameson and a shot of Bushnell's. And later I might have a shot at tequila. Why? Did you get yours? Anyways, I thought that was... What, what was his response? He just kind of looked at me funny. Kind of. You're <laughs> You're one of those kind, kind of guys, of huh?
1: One of those kind of guys. Yeah, it's
3: Yeah. A actually a lot now. of the guys at the swimming pool, they're about maybe ten of us. We haven't had our shots and we're very evangelical about it, you know, like uh no mandates.
1: Good for you, Yvonne. Good for re- so. major tip of the pirate hat coming your way. Uh then again, you know, it's it's for people that choose to, that's their decision. And you know what's really interesting to note as well, too, that a lot of the folks who are uh they're going right ahead with things and and saying that uh you know they they have no problems getting shot up with these experimental bioweapons uh for whatever reason but they're also they've also got the you know you got to give them credit for for taking this this position that they stand by and support people who who reject the idea that there's any need, uh, you know, based on whatever grounds, whether religious, personal beliefs, philosophical, uh, the fact that it's potentially quite dangerous, you know, or or what have you. I mean, there's a million different reasons why people should, you know, should not be subject to this sort of uh, Nuremberg II type uh, medical experimentation. So, uh,
3: yeah. But, speaking of yeah. dangerous, um, um, I was talking to my friend. Uh, his girlfriend, she's a professional pianist, and she uh, plays piano for a ballet company for kids and that. You know, <laughs> <they're> learning ballet. <laughs> Got to be careful so how plays... you
1: pronounce that word. Always. <laughs> oh, <laughs> professional. Yeah, Very, yeah, very clear with pianist.
3: Yeah, yeah, pianist. Either the way, and, she strokes um, really all the keys. I guess <laughs> yeah. so. That's right. Something like that. And um, anyways, um, her boyfriend is telling me she got the shot. And um, after about a day or two, her left pinky wasn't working anymore. And so she had to quit her job as a pianist. She is. Well, so, yeah, look at Eric Clapton. Pretty Pretty Screwed up, yeah. Look, look, really. It was Clapton.
1: If people yeah. haven't heard about that, so uh, that's why he and
3: then another lady here, a young girl in DC, um, she got the shot, and a day later she had to get a leg amputated or clots, blood you're, clots. Everywhere. You're joking,
1: no, it's horrible. Oh, was that that link you sent to us a week ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we got, yeah, we, we failed to report on that actually this past Tuesday night. So, but I tell you what, we got to be careful here or, you know, we can pretty much tell what's going to happen and that these, these jerks out of uh, Silicon Valley via YouTube, um, they're going to come up with the, you know, the totally, it's always baseless as well too they never provide any information or explanation so that they can tell you where you crossed the line what was it exactly that you said that was considered as being just a, you know a, a bridge too far you know crossing that line in the sand so uh the whole thing it's just really it's disgusting and absurd yeah. And, uh, but don't let the bastards bring you down folks. That's what I say. Yep. I had a little encounter here. It was really, it was not a very pretty, um, I'll talk more about it on the news, I guess this coming Tuesday, cause we got to get into the Halloween into things more, but it, it was a bit of, uh, uh, a bit of an incident, shall we say at a, a, a corner store of all places where the, the, no woman wasn't that she was younger than I was. I would just call her young, middle-aged young lady, uh, demanded that I put a mask on before she hand me my groceries. As I was checking out, that was all it was is like, and I was telling her, uh, (laughs) just give me my things and, and I'll be gone. It's not that complicated. So, uh, and as always, I was in the store walking around with my headphones on, pretty much just trying to ignore any stupidity that was, you know, that, that was within my general midst or vicinity, trying to uh, trying to harass or uh, just just impose upon my my personal space, where I was just simply going about my business freely. Doing a little bit of of shopping and uh, wanting to check out and go on my way, but she insisted. It it got to the point where uh, it was pretty heavy, and uh, from the standpoint that she actually called the cops. If you can believe. Oh man! Yeah, I no, that. He, yeah, seriously. This and lady
3: I, needs a checkup from the neck up. You know. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: So I said, "Look, give me the bag. Just give me the bag. I pay. <laughs> I pay. Bag. Give me." And I, there was some heated words exchanged on both parts. I will say so, uh, both in Korean and in English. And partly we had a failure to communicate. But this just goes to show when you have bad laws, when you have tyrannical legislation and state overreach in place of of you know legislation that is crafted and i say that for for those out there with ears to hear uh, it's especially timely given the you know where we find ourselves in the calendar year and the purpose the focus of what the show is really supposed to be all about but the way that this certain forms of legislation are crafted and the way they impact society you're bound to have conflict is that why they're doing this it could very well be order out of chaos uh, you know, conflict, ab- abrasion, and, uh, you know, people uh, coming up, butting heads at all all various levels. So, uh, you know, we all know there's a lot going out there on this front. Uh, and then once again, I'm not wanting to get too into the whole thing as we typically do cover this during the course of our weekly news stream. So just shifting the focus now and gears a little bit. Let's talk about Halloween and, and Samhain. And once again, if folks out there on the listening end have any thoughts, comments, questions, or the like, by all means, let's, uh, let's have at it. We'd like to, uh, you know, we're here to solicit your, your thoughts, of course. So, uh, guys, gentlemen, you know, we were hoping for maybe at least one uh, female speaker or two, but the way things go, sometimes it ends up being just, uh, you know, some something of a, something of a sausage fast. So, uh, and Hey, you know, isn't Halloween that time of the year where a lot of people, they're out lighting bonfires and, and, uh, and cooking, cooking wieners anyways, you know? So this is not that I want mine. <laughs> sliced off and, tacos and fried on up.
3: Wednesday.
1: Uh, what's that? Taco. I had tacos Wednesday. on Wednesdays. Yeah. Taco Tuesdays. There you go. Yeah. I can go with tacos any day of the week though. Yeah. Delicious. Uh well that's and that's we could get into the horror end of things too, of course, when it comes to this whole business. I think it was in your group over the the message uh group. You have PSN chat on Facebook. Angel, did you post that Jim Carrey link? Speaking of, of nasty tacos, tacos, no, that was isn't... actually
2: my uh friend Eric, uh, who I've known for like almost 30 years. I was friends with his brother who uh passed away the same day Tupac died, ironically enough. And uh, me and him have known each other since he was like 10. Uh, and uh, he is in the chat, he's not a podcaster, he's just in the chat as one of my buddies from you know real life. And he's always posting like funny stuff like that and uh, political stuff and you know all kinds of uh, jargon which uh, makes everybody crack up in an odd way sometimes like that video. It's funny, but it's a little crude. A little crude, and it uh, it, it makes.
1: <laughs> I I just got to uh, I got thinking, of course, in 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 hearing it and and seeing. It. I'm not sure. In fact, I forget what movie it was out of. Uh starring Jim Carrey, of course. Me, myself, and Irene. Ah, uh, okay. You know, it's one of those things where I can't help but think about celebrities and their their politics, and... uh Some people just, I mean, if they disagree with a celebrity's politics, they cannot support them, watch their movies, buy their music, or anything at any point after that, but... I can, you know, it's just I, I see them in a little different light. Robert De Niro is a classic example of someone who. Uh, can um, you make it bigger? Pardon me.
3: Can you make that a little bigger.
1: Your uh, my my, my my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking sausages and No, no, no
3: this the, is actually. Um...
1: <laughs> I wouldn't worry about what you're seeing right now on your screen, uh, Yvonne. How that it? well, it's not a big deal. It's actually just, just a little bit of audio ambiance. That we've added oh, here. Oh, I thought
3: there was like a movie or something.
1: No, no.
3: Sorry, go no. ahead. That's that's Don't good. Don't interrupt. I, no, no, that's that's good
1: that you did that actually because sometimes we do screw up here. Sometimes people go mute for God only knows how long, or uh, things end up going completely sideways. So, but yeah, just to keep things on on track here, uh, you know, there's so much to talk about. I myself. I mean, does either of you guys want to talk about your childhood memories as far as Halloween was concerned? Either of you, I'm sure you went out trick-or-treating. Uh, did you oh, know oh, oh. What, what that's all know, about? Yeah. Uh-huh, costumes and all that kind of great stuff. Go ahead, Yvonne.
3: Well, uh, I was brought up in Moncton in New Brunswick. Uh-huh, right. And um, at Halloween, uh, dress up you know, whatever uh, whatever costume and we'd all go out with my brother, sister and I, and and, uh, we had a huge garbage bag, and it was was usually the snow on the ground, so you had to put a garbage bag kinda under your uniform, under your costume, uh, just to stay dry from the snow, wet snow, and (laughs) we're going all over the neighborhood, and you know they would tell us, okay, don't go further than North and Sixth Avenue, Uh, stay in this quadrant, go trick-or-treating. And remember one year I just went uh, tits up and crossed the street and went into this other neighborhood and and I just made for a big haul, just a couple big garbage bags, big hefties. And I was just like eight years old or something. And um, anyways, uh, we just, of course, you know, we visited the dentist (laughs) a week later. It was horrible, like you know, um, a lot of pain. But uh, yeah, I had great childhood memories and um, it was was a great time. One time I was living in uh, Camlets, I think, and I was about 12 and we're out Halloween and my sister, she jumped over a fence, so did I, and we were grabbing some apples or something, some orchard. We're picking apples, and the guy's said, hey, you! <laughs> and I jumped over the fence. She tried to get over, she couldn't. They called the police, and I saw my sister, you know, at home an hour later, the, being escorted by the police. And she felt horrible, and um, the police just dropped her off and said, don't do it again, let her offer the warning. And they left, and I heard, she told my mom, I'm so sorry, mom. and. Mom's like, it's okay. I mean, I did the same stuff when I was your age. It's don't worry about it. Yeah. Trick or treat.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know if this Sometimes. I mean that's Go the ahead. thing. You gotta you gotta cough up the candy, the sweet stuff for the kids, or they're they're fully entitled under you could almost argue natural law. It goes back so far, of course, within Celtic and pagan tradition. Uh, and let's not forget, for folks out there wondering, either of you guys know what the word term pagan actually means? Uh, take, take a stab at it, both of you. I know, uh, Yvonne, you're a big biblical kind of guy, so this should be pretty easy for you. Pagan? What does it really mean? Real simple. Anyone? I don't think anyone can hear me. <laughs> it just means country dweller, country dweller. So, like a country pumpkins. Well, for uh, for an answer from uh, Yvonne here, but yeah, just gonna... no, he's <laughs> who knows what happened to him. <laughs> so, uh, a great story from Yvonne, though, of course. Uh, myself, bit of a naughty boy when I was younger. I've tried to I've tried to you know straighten up and uh, amend for my my sins and uh, uh, mischievous ways uh in, in the past of you know youthful folk often tend to act out in the most foolish and unthinking uh ways not really taking into account the consequences of of their actions unfortunately uh you know responding more to impulse than anything else but It it was around the uh, Halloween season and I was out with a couple friends. We had water balloons, as was one of our more favorite pastimes when we wanted to be total little hellions. And I threw this one water balloon from the wooded areas out of which we were based and it sailed right through the air. The woman who was driving by had her car window down. It actually, <laughs> it was it, it hit her right in the side of the head. <laughs> this water balloon sailed right on through. It had to have been good God, I tell you, it had to have been at least a uh, hundred feet or so. At least, you know, it was just crazy. It's as if it had had like a laser that it had dialed into as far as the accuracy. It was just, a, it was just this lucky, lucky shot, of course. But uh, I hit my mark. I would have been happy just to have, have uh, you know, scared the shit out of her, I guess, and had it uh, splatter all over her window. So we could have had eggs or something like that, too. I suppose an egg nailing somebody in the side of the head would be a little more... Uh, well, you wouldn't want them hard boiled, would you? That would be really awful. So, but no. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She. What happened that though? That
3: must have freaked her out. I mean. Oh I yeah, no. She, we freaked driving. her out.
1: Yeah, and then we pissed her yeah. off, and then she came. She. She. We were on the run, and she came. Oh dear God! It was something else. I tell you, she pulled up. She went around and drove around to where there was uh, like a gully of sorts. We were hiding right behind. A concrete you know those the concrete dividers that they put up to block traffic with basically they're only yeah. what like two or maybe not even about two feet high at, at most, fun. oh man, I, I was there with I think two other friends at the time, and it was like, holy shit, here she comes. We had nowhere really to run to where we felt safe or that we'd be unseen, and uh she drove right up to where we were and Actually I looked up if she I looked up and I could actually see her she was looking down into the valley and out across the way uh to where we might have run to and uh if only she would have looked down <laughs> that's the thing that's how incredible this this whole situation was. So we would have totally been in big trouble I tell you so hopefully, what are they talk about statute of limitations? What is what is that? What is the limit there with water balloons as a juvenile she was delinquent? Wet. Pardon me. She was wet. Well, she was. Yeah, she was pretty pissed off too. Obviously. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you got you guys ever? You know, I mean, egging, for example, or 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 toilet paper. That's always a good one when somebody doesn't. You know, it's trick or treat, and if they don't give you your uh, treats, you end up with little tricks from the ghosties and goblins something else that a lot of people don't know about actually is uh, I'm sure a few of our listeners do but uh, and and thank you as well too to Mr. Spinks who's dropped in over on uh, YouTube so it's great to see him haven't uh, been in contact with Mr. Spinks for some time now he's got that great old retro movie. YouTube channel in place. Encourage people to drop by there, check things out. I'm sure there's a lot of Bela Lugosi and uh, Boris Karloff that you can find. Uh, We've done all we could to download and archive as many of the old classic uh, horror movies, including the likes even of of, uh, Ed Wood. Uh, Good old, good old Ed Wood as portrayed in the it was the mid 90s movie that that time frame where it came out with Johnny Depp, of course. so and uh, Angel, who was who was the actor? He starred in space 1999. He played Bella Lagosi in the Ed Wood movie. We could uh, we could have one of you look this up on was I am if if uh, the name doesn't come to mind, I can see his face, but I cannot... Uh, M- Martin Landau, I believe. That was his name, Martin Landau.
2: Yeah, I think that's who you're talking about. Do you talking about Space Nintendo Was that like the
1: TV series? Yeah, the original 1970s yeah. TV Martin series. Martin Landau, great sure, okay. actor. Sure, yeah, 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 he, he yeah, passed yeah. away just like, what, one or two, maybe three years ago? Really? Yeah. Well, he's pretty old. Yeah, he's up in his 80s at least, so... That's, and that is yeah, the,
3: he did a great job in Crimes and Misdemeanors Woody Allen great movie awesome. oh, yeah. Mark Lando oh
1: he he had a great career there's
2: no doubt he about... was in the first X-Files movie also by the way Jeffy which one? he was in the first Exiles movie Exiles what's that all about?
1: Exiles oh Exiles I see I see Second Horizon the Greta to the Mast no idea what that's supposed to mean, but great to have you on board here via Facebook, What, whatever uh, the case. We're up to around 10 or 12 people across the, the various platforms. I think we're still trying to connect with uh, Twitter of all places, believe it or not, along with the fact that we're going to do all we can to become more engaged via the Korean end of things here. Don't know if you're aware or not. You probably are, Angel, but they've got a cow-cow talk angle worked into things here via Restream, and also uh, I think it's Naver or something like that, which is big here in Korea. They all use it for their search engine uh, kind of default go-to way of trying to track down information i constantly lecture my students present the information more to them is what i'm trying to do rather than harp on them or or preach but uh i guess i do a little bit on class from time to time although i do try my best to to back off because uh you know you don't want to be overly what what is the word there's another synonym for for
2: i guess
1: overly demanding Yeah, patronizing is that a word that people sometimes use? But uh, yeah, yeah, because you wanna you wanna be personable, of course, and without without having to tell people like, geez, why haven't like how stupid can you really be? You haven't heard about this yet? Come on! But but the fact is, unfortunately, Koreans, yeah, very isolated, very sheltered, very much cookie cutter, in if in the way that they are socialized and uh, and raised so that's just the way things go duck duck go though is the whole point really that with a you know neighbor is great for korean uh, search options but duck duck go if you want if you want english search results you know forget about google just go duck duck go it it, it works for us fine everything that we possibly could want is available there plus they try to uh uh you know they stand in support of privacy rights supposedly although start page i've heard as well too is even a little better but we're getting a little sidetracked and my job is did i tell you the story yeah i think you did Um, uh, Yvonne. i think you did thanks that was a great story moving on now
3: (laughs) no no i'll be quick um no i was on the (laughs) bus one day and i had my cell phone and um The camera kind of pops up the top of my shirt, and um, I'm sitting on the bus, and I'm looking over, and this guy's got Beatles uh, t-shirt on, and it's uh, the Abbey Road with the guys across in the street. Right. And um, 20 seconds later, I pull my phone out, yeah, and I just uh, open it, and there's an ad for Beatles Abbey Road. Yeah. And it just, uh, the camera caught the guy's t shirt uh-huh. and just said, Oh, maybe you want this. Oh. You know? And oh. it just automatically, like, you know, it's like this advertisement. And the camera's Sneaky. bloody watching
1: everything. Hey, it's smart, Yvonne. It's smart. Isn't that smart? Huh? It's,
3: it's a smart. smartphone.
1: Sure, smart. And yeah. that's the thing now with the QR code. Uh, we, uh, we can't get too caught up on this. We'll happily talk about it more in depth we'll on Tuesday. On, move but on. let's move no, on. No, but that's a great point you raise. And that's if you want to talk about creepy, you know, creepiness and, and creepiness factor to the world, dystopian world that is being built around us here through uh, via this technocratic uh, social engineering mo modus modus operandi the way that uh, they're pursuing the this prison planet agenda so uh master slave relationship folks we are we are their prey how do you spell prey, yvonne
3: it's a p-r-e-y unless you're praying that's p-r-a-y yeah how do you spell prophet P R O F I T. Making that's, money.
1: That that's it? That's the only way of doing it?
3: Uh P R O F P H P R O P H E T.
1: Right. Making and
3: a uh, profit.
1: Exactly. Like, the profit. Calling
3: in the wilderness.
1: Sure. And, and isn't it interesting to take it within the context of that re- remembering how the famous story out of the New Testament, Jesus overturning the money changers tables outside the temple in Jerusalem.
3: It's actually so, inside the temple. is okay. the outer, um, the three parts of the mm-hmm, temple, mm-hmm. and this was where the foreigners can go and observe, and um, and they just made it into a money show, selling stuff and exploiting people, kind of saying you're gonna have to pay more for our product than your animals, and uh, so turning the money tables is to show that. Um, it wasn't holy or sanctimonious um but it was evil like the exploitation of the poor thank you
1: very much and indeed it's it's an issue that we struggle with even to this day of course with the whole business of usury so um you know i don't know how we can tie this back into to halloween Necessarily, or, or Sowin, uh, Angel. Do you see an angle here that we can possibly bring things back in full circle? Oh, um,
3: Angel just said, "Be right back." Oh, I see. Okay, so uh,
1: second horizon here, very active via YouTube, and of course, let's not forget we've got Twitch, Facebook, D Live, uh, YouTube, and Twitter of all places recently been able to bring on board along with the fact that, yeah, sure, we'd like to incorporate uh, Cow Cow Talk, which here's something for you folks uh, hashtag fun fact do you know that this Cow Cow Talk, which I think you're familiar with Yvonne, because you did live here in South Korea for for a spell back in the day uh, it, it actually, they they work with they operate runoff of the original Facebook code, the proprietary code sold to them by... I Now, I don't... It was one of Mark Zuckerberg's partners, I believe, who played a central role in things. But that's how the story goes. And uh, it, it was... You know, they made a pretty penny from that. And the rest is history, really. So... Uh, incredible number of Koreans use Cow Cow talk, of course, as a uh, you know, conversation social media app, and not well. There's a few Westerners as well too, but uh, they're they're crazy about their Cow Cow talk. We've even got Cow Cow bloody taxis now, roaming the streets. So it'll be interesting to see how far they take things. Too far. These weren't
3: pirate taxis. But uh, maybe one day. Kakao There's... Talk's pretty popular with the expat community here, the Korean expat community. I, we've
1: got an account, you know, so we're going to see if we can incorporate into things and and uh, take yeah, it I right. got one. Yep. Oh, well, really? So we can we can connect and and uh, how how difficult is it to use? Kakao Talk. Um, mine is uh, Yvonne in Seoul, I believe. Yeah, but is it user friendly or not? That's the only thing I was really asking. User friendly. In what way? Just, I mean, for a dummy like me, can I just, with the, because I've never, I've got an account, I've never even used it a single time. I've signed out. Really? That's it. Yeah. That's
3: it. Yeah. Mine's Yvonne and Soul. All one word. All right. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay. uh, It's pretty dummy proof. Yeah. uh, Yeah. You can use it like a phone in a way.
1: Good. Excellent. Well, and uh, going back here to, Second Horizon because they are quite active via the YouTube end of things, uh, talking about, for example, tie is entire shoes. Okay, pedantic. Pray for prey. Yes, yeah, play on words. Nice slideshow, fellas. News: Northeast, West, and South. That uh, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? They're also saying that uh, they're Keith Herring of this chat. Keith Herring. Keith Herring. Doesn't ring a bell, Keith. Maybe you can help present Google. something else to our... Uh, uh,
3: duck, duck, go on.
1: Well, no, it's... Yeah, not really the, the time at this particular juncture. That's, that's fine, though. Uh, we'll also ask, when you're not... If you're not talking here or chatting anyway, Vaughn, just remember to mute yourself out typically the best way to do things just so we don't have any excessive uh, background noise when we're not really wanting any uh, exactly so rings a bell no repetitive artistry oh jeez uh okay like redundant jesus i don't know redundant creation so it was really to say uh, Joshua Allen Huckle over on Facebook, Halloween, also known as All Halloween, All Hallow's Eve or All Saints Day. I think that comes tomorrow, doesn't it? Or the day after Halloween. Today's the 29th here in South Korea, of course. Evening of the 28th. Uh, actually, no, let's get it straight. It's the, what is it, Yvonne? It's it's the 29th back in the West, I guess. Evening of the 29th is the 30th here in South Korea.
3: Yeah, that's correct. Um, All, All Saints Day, that would be November 1st. Yeah. Is it so All Souls Day is... Um, I don't know if it's November 2nd or... It's, uh, it's largely... 31st. Ca- that's a
1: Catholic-type uh, remembrance as well, too, or Memorial Day. It has... The Protestants, I don't think, really acknowledge uh, this whole business. In fact, many so-called Christians, they have a really difficult time uh, facing the darkness, is what it seems, because really that's in many ways what Halloween is all about. You you, you reach out to, to I'm not sure if contact your, your ancestors necessarily, but why not? You're open to the fact and in full realization, we all die. Uh, even Christ uh you know, had to rise from the dead, uh, only to presumably pass away. Yet once again, as we all do, we
2: are all indeed here to go. So very temporary. And now, how much of it uh, was originated in witchcraft, though? Because I mean, it is the night of the witches, right? Yeah, S- some Jesse, of it. Well, some saying. of it.
1: No, some of it. I think was absolutely. There's no doubt about that for sure. So you've got uh, that going on. The whole. You could even trace things back. If you want like a gory, graphic, uh, horrific type angle to bail worship uh, and child sacrifice, I think is 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 how it all plays out. Basically, we could we could run a quick you know duck duck go search on this whole business. We have some links here pulled up in front of us at this particular moment, uh, but mostly just in conjunction with what joshua has shared with us here all saints day of course being a celebration observed in many countries on october 31st Hmm. the eve of the western christian feast of all hallows and hallowed be thy name uh i think that has something to, to do with holy if i'm not mistaken uh you know it's basically so but the fact is yeah i mean We have got, uh, uh, this is the time, what is it? It's the autumn equinox, really, is where we're at. And moving into the period, uh, with the year progressing once again, as it does every time uh, the Earth rotates around the sun, I don't know if if flat earthers are, are down with that whole business or not. In fact, I was just thinking today, I'd like to know how flat earthers how they regard uh or what their thoughts are basically on the the seasons and the the changing of the seasons so but, uh, without getting too sidetracked once again because that'll take us down a whole you know really. Uh, major rabbit hole.
2: That's a rabbit hole you don't want to enter
1: right now. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, and you know what? We've been wanting to do and produce a flat earth show here for years. So I guess I've got a book. Most of the guests here myself, as most people know, sometimes they are gifted to us. Friends do point. People are, you know, in our direction and they manage to come our way. We bring them on board, but it's, uh, yeah, it's tough. So if anyone out there listening, if you know of someone who would like to be part of a flat earth presentation, uh, and I'm not sure it won't be really structured in a debate type format. Uh, that's not the intent, at least. more just an opportunity for people who are not acquainted or uh, educated with Flat Earth theory, as it were, to get more up to speed as to how it is that they, uh, how it is that their their worldview actually, actually, how it functions, how it operates, and and what essentially were to were to make of it all. So, but yeah, there we go. Deconspiracy, laughing his ass off. Not sure what that's. All regarding exactly, but great to see that he's in good spirits, nonetheless. And uh, oh, there we go, saying he has he has uh, shitloads of flat Earth videos. So you know, if if you're down with the idea, uh, DK, and you feel that, well, whatever, we'll talk about things more behind the scenes here. I'd be quite open to doing something with you or with. Uh, with others as well, too, we could have a roundtable format or or anything really, just depending on how it all how it all fleshes out as it were uh so uh, as listeners know, of course, what we bring to you each and every week here eight p m Pacific Standard Time, eleven out on the east coast, Tuesdays and Friday nights that is twelve p m noon here in the Tokyo and Seoul time zone is, well, it, it's anarcho-libertarian-ism, uh, frankly, the, the, the philosophy, uh, spirit guiding the project, hashtag WWRHD, what would Robin Hood do? We got lots of moving parts to the network, of course. Everyone has their own network. Let's not forget that as well, too, everybody out there. From the lowliest person, you know, starving in the uh, deserts of Africa, to uh, those who, you know, those who walk the, you know, the, the corridors of, of power, and uh, you know, th- across across the earth, really, and uh, so very uh, proud of the work that they've done over the years, the the status and the titles that they hold as well, too, that, that they've managed to acquire throughout the years, or that have simply been presented to them, awarded them from the time of their birth. We all have our networks. They talk about Six Degrees of Bacon as well, too, or at least we do Six Degrees of Bacon, Six Degrees of Separation, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, you synthesize those two, and you end up, obviously, with the, what we refer to here, six degrees of bacon. And uh, I think most people know how that works. No need to explain uh, it, it any further. You can kind of connect the dots and take things from there. So, But yeah, Samhain and, and Halloween. We've covered, of course, the, the... You know, listen, the trick-or-treating into things, the reason people, kids... Put on costumes, uh, adorning themselves uh, with with clothes and and garb uh, that has them appearing in you know as as monsters or superheroes or you know fairies, whatever the case may be. Maybe an animal or who who knows? Anything goes. They they. They dress up and look a little different with face paint and all kinds of colorful, uh, you know, wardrobe selection. That do either of you guys know the reason that that's done? The whole point behind things on that front.
2: No Not a clue. clue. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, it's. I remember I grew up Jehovah's Witness, so a lot of these religious, uh, you know, uh, holidays were something that I didn't partake a whole lot on as, as a kid. Yeah. Uh you know just because of religious beliefs. Oh, Especially when it comes to like witches and Halloween. Sure. They were completely against that. Oh and, yeah. Know, Jehovah's Witness oh Church, yeah. So. No,
1: I I had uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, JW uh friends yeah. as a as a kid and uh I totally get it Christmas and birthdays, Christmas and Halloween all Something they were not uh not allowed to to take part in. You know, it's interesting to note as well, too, Charles Taze Russell. Does that name ring a bell? Charles yes, it does. Taze Charles Russell. Yeah. No. No. He
3: uh started the Jehovah Witnesses. Charles Taze Russell.
1: Yeah, that's right. So there you go. Uh, Angel, it's interesting, and 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 it's also just coincidentally perhaps or not. Charles Taze Russell. Uh, now I'm not sure what degree exactly, but he was a a long time Freemason. If you look at his tombstone, in fact, where he's buried, you've got clearly the, the compass and the square. They're the Masonic, even with the with the G as well too, as it typically appears to. Make it clear for anyone out there with with eyes to see uh, who his uh, who his friends were and what network he was affiliated with, and uh, who were the people behind the agenda that uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, launched and have been steering ever since that time, and you know as to the impact that they've had on society, in maybe taking people off in in the wrong direction, one could argue, or in a way that... <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> well, yeah, or in a way that just subverts our potential uh, as humans here on this planet to live happy lives. Because so much of it, I think, does come down to happiness, doesn't it? Peace and happiness, oh, yeah. which... Unfortunately, there's all too many people out there—bullies, tyrants, despots, psychopaths, and the like—who they want nothing more than for none of us to to live uh, in 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 that kind of manner with with happiness and peace in our lives and uh, and our hearts as well too. Let's not forget, but. You know Charles Taze Russell, he was not the only founder of a so-called cult-like type religion who was a Freemason. Mm-hmm. Do you know
2: who else was? Well, the Mormon uh, Joseph was Smith, by uh... yeah, that's yeah, right, he exactly. was a Freemason. Not only that, and his brother I mean, and, these you know. are religions that are not that old. I mean, these are. Religious, right. what, from the 1800s? Right. So they're relatively new religions compared to the other pagan yeah. religions. Yeah.
1: So, So and pagan, once again, for those who missed it the first time, if you've just joined us within mm-hmm. the last few minutes or so, the word itself, you know, a lot of people are triggered by that term. It's immediately, oh, dear God, these pagans running amok. The term, really, it just means country dweller, kind of bumpkin, country bumpkin, unsophisticated rube. You look at the word propaganda. Is that, have you guys ever sat down and taken a look at how that word is spelt? I do this all the time with from the standpoint of etymology, philology, wordplay, and the like. It's quite fascinating. Even Samhain. Look at that. you got the S-A-M. What's that all about? What does it really mean? If you Take it back to its core, its root essence, and then the H A I N, Sam Hain, but just it's really pronounced once again. Sao, Saoen. I'm doing my best job there to get it right. Uh, excuse me if there's any uh, Wiccan practitioners or otherwise outlisting uh, You know, uh, with you know th- within the context of our audience members who who uh, find themselves offended. Or uh, turned off by the fact that Jaffe just can't get his pronunciation down a hundred percent. I do my best. All right, let's really just to be clear. I as we all do I do my best. So careful,
2: you're gonna hurt feelings, Jaffe. You know, people are like You oh, know, their, their feelings get hurt easily. Oh my now. god.
1: You know, hey Angel. You know, like I, you've probably heard me say a time or two here on the show. What did Aristotle tell us that it's, you know. <laughs> The only way, the only way to go through this life and not be criticized or have others who feel in in some way offended is to, to, to say nothing, to do nothing and to be nothing. So good luck,
2: people is all I can, all I can really come up with. All I can say, good luck. Yeah, but then they'll even get offended by that. They'll be like, "He's doing that because he doesn't want anybody else to enter his perspective because he's self-centered." Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. You can't win. Yeah, so that's it's right. A, it's a no-win it. situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: anyways, uh, is, is Sal in a Gaelic word or Celtic word? Do you know, two
3: hundred years ago.
1: What was? I'm sorry, two hundred years ago. Come again.
3: Um, ignore that um, is uh, Samhain is that a, a Celtic word or I what? think so yes yes. Celtic,
1: Celtic pagan maybe some Gaelic influence that, look into it while well, we're doing this stream live here uh, Yvonne that's part of your you know what why we've got you here on board uh, in the blunderbuss position you know it's shotgun of course with most other shows but this is this is all about out uh, Riding the high digital, all too intrepid, sees, and you two are currently holding down that that wonderful blunderbust position. And don't don't hold back Go if in, you got Angel. any if you got any <laughs> shot to un- unleash or unload. Ah, uh, Janie Walker dropping in. She's late, but she's here. We got Joshua Huckle, of course, a whole number of Damn. lurkers, DK Conspiracy, Second Horizon. And uh, I'm not sure what are we looking at as far as numbers are concerned. Almost a dozen people altogether, which is great to see in in real, live time. I was just going to go back to that propaganda term. And we can, yeah, while we're doing this, dig in to uh, do a little research on the etymology of Samhain. I do believe, I'm guessing that Sam comes from, it could come from the Sanskrit, believe it or not. As which in in Sanskrit, when he, when you see that sam, it means a sense of like like tying together, binding. Which is uh, you know that's the term religion means simply that to tie or to bind together. So you know what else, folks, but our thoughts, our our words, and our actions, uh, thought, and that's an interesting relationship between those three areas, of course of what makes us human. Uh, Hopefully we we think a little bit before we speak. And from there, the the spoken word, often an action arises. So uh, thoughts being very subtle, though, as compared to the more concrete and uh, definitive action end of things. Words kind of somewhere in the middle we got to choose and we got to choose our words carefully there's no doubt uh because as, as angel pointed out just a few moments ago you're, you you know, basically we're we're damned if we do and damned if we don't so but propaganda let's i this is a this is an important term especially within the context of the church i'll give you a bit of a hint there and, and uh, to uh if within the context even of what we're talking about with Respect to where we are tonight with this annual World uh, Halloween Roundtable propaganda. Well, propaganda of, propaganda
3: mm-hmm. isn't in a sense to propagate. Yeah, so. that's right. But so what? So it's kind of like look at how uh, be fruitful and multiply. Sure,
1: sure. Propagate. Uh that's gate. That's an interesting. Uh, By the suffix. way, I found
3: Salwin. Okay, let's hear the it. Let's hear Samhain. it. Samhain is a word that comes from the ancient Irish Samhain, Samhain, Samhain where Sam means summer, and hmm. Fun means end, sunset. Um, so it can be interpreted as end of summer.
1: Interesting. So Sam, or Sam, Sam can also, also mean summer. season,
3: but. So it's the end of summer. It's yeah. It's basically the end of harvest,
1: tying everything up as well too. You could look at it in that sense. Everything's getting wrapped up neatly into a yeah. bow,
3: and and burnt and uh, it's the opters. beginning of um, you know a, a time to let the soil um, to um, rest. You know, rest. Yeah, exactly. There, and, yeah,
1: there is yeah. a term you when you put you're, fallow. I think is the term fallow. fallow. That's yeah.
3: right. You go fallow, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, now, now, some people, some Wiccans I hear say that Halloween is sort of the end of the year and um, the beginning of a new year and uh, in the sense of the end of summer, the change of season, where other Wiccans will say, no, it's the winter solstice is the end of the year and the beginning of a new year. So um, there's debate on that.
1: Angel, any
3: thoughts?
2: No, he's about right. Uh, um, You know, the winter solstice uh, by Christian uh, religion is uh, the reason why they gave Jesus the attributes they did. You know, the whole resurrection aspect is based on the winter solstice. Uh, So, I mean, it all is astrological at the end of the day. Even Halloween, the whole thing is all astrologically based.
1: That's a great point. Yeah, something to very much take into consideration. Yeah. And, uh coming
2: of the light,
1: this winter solstice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Show me the light. Give me more light. As the masons, constantly, yeah. that's what they're well, all even, about.
2: You know, so even the term "set" sunset comes from the uh, Egyptian horse and set yeah, battle That's that happened, right. Uh, in the mythology. Exactly. So, if you look at you know the entire history of religion. It's all really based on Egyptian mythology in a lot of ways.
1: I mean, look, Christians, amen. Uh, That sounds a lot to me like amen. Amen, Ra. Well, it is. (laughs) It's
2: actually based on the cult of amen. I was actually, it's funny you bring that up. I was bringing that up to a a very religious person recently in a conversation I had privately. And they were like, they didn't know about that. And they were like really upset because they were like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, it's actually what it is. It's based on the cult of Amen, Amen Ra. So when right. you're saying Amen in church, you're literally worshiping Amen Ra. And you don't even know what the heck you're saying because most religious people, they follow the doctrine or the indoctrination or the dogma or brainwashing, whatever you want to call it. They don't even know what the, the words mean, which is the saddest part of a lot of religious folks, quote unquote, because again, they're just following words that to them really have no definition or meaning. Because they're just letting somebody, you know, tell them what it is, uh and again you they'll do their own homework. So shepherds guiding so their I could flocks chime in on that. At night.
3: Um Yeah. Uh Amen. Uh, traditionally um Christian church, many uh Christians will say Amen at the end of a prayer. Um, there are other traditions that don't really use it much. Um but it is tradition. Um and traditions can go way, way back. You never know, really. Yeah,
1: that's kind of the whole point of what we're getting at here. Uh, and I think Angel's on to something as far as the astrological dimension to things here. I know, you know, people, we hear it time and again. Um, what is it that they talk about? The famous, who said it? Maybe one of the Rockefellers or something like that. Millionaires do not use astrology. They don't use or believe in astrology in any form or fashion. Billionaires do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. parap- yeah. you heard that one. So <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a paraphrase, and I once again I don't. Was it John? D, one of the Rockefellers, as memory serves. I could be completely, uh, you know, really off base as far as what what is recalled, but. That's just uh, that's the best we can do right now. So listeners out there, if you've got uh, more of an understanding or grasp on the subject matter, by all means, do let us know via the comment section, the peanut gallery, as we refer to things, and uh, we'll take it from there. But going back to this business of propaganda, let's not forget this other talking point that was, brought into the conversation, which really look Halloween or uh, you could say Christian propaganda, for example, anti halloween Christian propaganda. In fact, uh, today, while I was doing, and last night as well, too, the search for Halloween and Samhain, that there's actually something that's known. Can you believe this, folks? Samhain. Oh, geez. How does it go again? phobia, Something like that. Or yeah, phobia. So I think it's called Samhainphobia. phobia. <laughs> so, you know, you got what homophobia, islamophobia. I mean, you could come up with phobias for everything, right? And it's like got it. Oh, we got that's no can't got to shut that one down. You know, can't have that. So, we'll get back to the propaganda business here. Uh oh, what's this all about? Oh, this is interesting. I see. Okay, this is not breaking news. This is Joshua Huckle sharing some some block Quotes basically, copy and paste type jobs via the interwebs. Great to see. This is. I'm not sure how much this ties into Halloween or Samhain per se, but uh, definitely of a. Emmanuel Velikovsky, I think, is what it would more relate to the work of Emmanuel Velikovsky, and catastrophe really as it has occurred throughout the ages here on this planet. Uh, The question is often asked with respect to change. Does it occur in incremental steps and stages? Or is it more the result of catastrophic events that completely uh, prove themselves to be total game changers? So just... uh, asteroid bl- ancient uh, asteroid blasts via the the middle East is what he's going on about here with earthquakes of course fires uh, book of genesis the bible the pole shift sodom gomorrah, of course, book of revelation he's talking about here the 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 late by the late eighteenth century, the age of reason was taking over European thinking. Many people stopped taking the Bible's tales of ancient catastrophes seriously. Okay, so now we're getting to geology, Noah's Flood, Sodom and Gomorrah once again. 2005, analysis of the newly discovered Burkle Crater, the bottom of the Indian Ocean. Well, that's interesting. Wow, bottom of the Indian Ocean. Showed that 660-foot tsunamis made landfall around 31... 100 BC, after an approximately mile-wide asteroid hit the ocean. Oh boy, it, oh jeez, oh it, it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think there'd be a lot of lot of life on the planet. Probably with that happening, quite immediately, uh, nullified, shall we say, rendered. Uh, rendered extinct, more or less. And it just it goes on more from that point as well to various places around the world. Now in 2021, there's evidence that a smaller impact killed everyone in a part of southwestern Jordan around 1600 BC. Well, you know, it, w- it was not so long ago, maybe six months or so, I guess, that there was a story that came up via this end of things where... There was talk of how the Mediterranean Sea itself was formed, and that it had to do with, uh, I think, it's the Straits of Gibraltar, as they are known, and that at one point that was there was a land mass where they where the Straits of Gibraltar currently reside, and that over time uh, erosion occurred to the point where some speculate suddenly there was a catastrophic event and uh a considerable amount of the the atlantic ocean came and formed what is uh today the mediterranean black sea uh region so could very well be could very well be i like to look into this a little more actually find the whole thing Quite fascinating. Um, You know, I might have heard this courtesy. He's got that great channel. We actually invited him onto the show. Seferer is his last name. I'm not sure. Is it Dave? Seferer? uh, Seferer of of, uh, some kind or another. Really peculiar surname. But he would be a, a, a totally amazing person to have on on board. I don't think he does too many interviews actually. Uh, he's probably happy just maintaining his his YouTube presence and producing quality content on a, uh, a as regular a basis as possible. So, uh, you know, kudos to him. All right then. Ryan Van Zant chiming in here courtesy of YouTube talking about if he's down, that he'll do stand up. He uh, don't just laugh his ass all the way off home, Dave. I wonder if Ryan's been <laughs> speaking of speaking of, of taking a few shots earlier,
2: Yvonne. I wonder what exactly Ryan's been up to tonight. Could be something. He's been uh, sipping on Grandpa's old cough medicine, there, Jeffy. I think that's what's going on. Could very well be. Who's to say? <laughs> so, all right, folks. You know, we still haven't
1: clarified this business of propaganda, though. Uh, do any of you, like, just all you have to do is look at the spelling of the the word. Break, break it down. Break it up. You have pro-pagan-da. What's that pagan term doing there right in the middle of everything? Uh, I've looked into this, actually. And as i suspected the hypothesis was, was was that yes all roads lead to rome it was a term that apparently so the official story goes of course not that the official story or narrative can always be trusted or relied upon sometimes it's it's exactly what it says or what we're talking about right now at least total propaganda establishment uh, propaganda of the the worst kind, although done in a very slick and convincing manner, but yes, for the pagans, pro in support of, yes, for the pagans, and the da is, I believe, that root suffix cognate has to do with some form of speech, as in uh, agenda is another term that you know, clearly, you've got the same setup basically as far as the etymology goes. So, a lot of lot of speaking regarding any particular agenda, uh, a lot of times you find all kinds of propaganda playing a, a central role. So, I I don't know if there's I, that's other examples maybe that either of you guys could come up with where you find the the root suffix. As, as being the D A, but yes, uh, dear, dear is the French word to to speak or to uh, to say. I think is more more to the point. Parlay is, I believe, to speak, and to say is dear, D I R E. Uh, but yeah, there we go. And that propaganda, so much. Uh, this is one of the interesting things, Yvonne. Why I thought you would make for a a great person to have with us this go round because of the way that so many folks out there get triggered by the fact of the, uh, and I'm sure it's, it's, there's a considerable amount that goes on, uh, the church of Satan, uh, or any other various, no, uh, the church of Satan getting offended. If you refer to them as either nefarious or, uh, just anything, anything they can particularly take offense to, I suppose, becoming easily, all too easily triggered, unfortunately. But who, who in their right mind would not say that, uh, or who in the who in their right mind would say that the Church of Satan is simply, you know, they get a free pass, I guess, right? And there's nothing to see here, folks, just move along now, kind of deal. So, yeah. Uh, eh. And the fact is, let's not kid ourselves. Come on, uh, Anton Levay, who I'm sure he was he was uh, presumably a pretty big fan of Halloween, um, and you guys can run a, a search on this too. Let's not forget w- w- Wicca, which is a completely different thing, and then witchcraft. They all have their different uh, subgroups and branches, offshoots subcultures, of course, as it were, but, uh, I mean, you've got the, even the OTO, there's a, there's another magical secret society type organization. And speaking of which that, you know, point I'd like to just kind of throw out there, maybe hammer home a little bit is this is what we need in society. We need more disclosure and transparency when it comes to, people's affiliation or membership in secret groups or organizations. Uh, They attempted this in England a number of years ago. I'm not sure how successful it was regarding uh, Masons, among others. But you can you could add what the the Elks Club Rotary. There's what is there? There's a Moose Club, I think, that's active in, in North America. As well, and um, hey, don't don't leave out the CCP either, folks. You know, Knights of Columbus, Knights of Knights of Malta, yeah. So anytime you've got a judge or a public official, someone who's you know even like a civil servant, a bureaucrat, uh, media personality, academic, uh, someone working in the health field as a doctor or what have you, uh, is it not our right to know? Do we not deserve to have that degree of of transparency in place? Uh, uh, Secret societies, fraternal organizations, all things in the dark shall in the end be brought into the light is, I think, one of, I don't know if that's from Proverbs or what have you, But, yeah, don't you think, I I really think that's something we deserve as citizens, you know, that we, what do they got to hide is the question, really. Why is it, why would it be such a problem just to have that made clear and above board? It's like, okay, I'm a member of, uh, I'm I'm a Mason, I'm a member of Knights of Columbus or or Malta or OTO. Or Church of Satan. I mean, they seem to like to promote their uh their cause and really their their agenda with their propaganda quite extensively, as do most groups and organizations. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: one thing uh, to consider, I know a couple hundred years ago. Uh, groups like uh, Illuminati and uh, Freemasons uh, they're secretive uh, to protect themselves because the Catholic Church uh, through the Inquisition and other means were trying to flesh out any people that were you know had different thinking uh-huh. and so they, they needed to be secret just to survive I mean, really Uh, I get
1: that, yeah, I get that, but we're at a stage now where you've got a lot of these people in places and positions of power who may not always be acting in appropriate ways. In fact, to the point where they're impacting society to a degree that is detrimental to many of us, unfortunately. Just look at what's going on with COVID right now. All the bullshit politics. Uh, I think we can get away with, you know, seven seven words you can't say on television. Uh, Most of them you can can, uh, share with us here via the live stream. uh, We've got one, just to be clear, in case regular listeners, of course, be aware of this. But we all have that one complimentary F-bomb. And after that, it's ten doubloons to the communal uh, potty mouth swear jar. Uh, I, 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 and let's not forget, in, in conjunction with all this, hashtag WWRHD. You know what that stands for, Yvonne? You've, you've probably heard it enough now that it's hopefully stuck with you. You've got it tucked away there somewhere in the in the memory banks. Was that RHD? <laughs> W hashtag WWRHD. What
3: would Robin Hood
1: do? There you go. Alright. So uh just stand by here for a moment, please. Alright. Well that was nasty. So I just had to actually clear my clear my throat out a little bit. And uh a little bit of dry mouth here, actually. What I need is, is a mok candy, is what they're called here in Korea. You're familiar with those, aren't you, Yvonne, the mok candies?
3: Yeah, it's like mok sal.
1: Mok, mok, mok candy, throat, throat, yeah, mok, throat. Yeah. So, moke is
3: okay. sal is, uh, you know, kind of like uh, pork throat, throat of a pig. Jeez. Oh, um, uh, Kind of like samgyeopsal, but it's more of the throat area. Okay, hey, let's Uh, talk. Thank you. Very delicious. Oh,
1: Oh, well, damn! I wish I could eat more vegetables. Truth be told, actually, I wish I could just subside and reside off of vegetables. Uh, As it is, though, we are we're omnivores. Really, is what it comes down to, I guess. So,
3: oh, we're actually ninety-eight percent pig. So, no kidding. I find. I find eating a lot of pig I feel more human. Well, you know pigs
1: pigs are pigs are a lot smarter than what most people seem to want to give them credit for as well too and it's just it's something where when anytime I consume meat, the flesh of another animal, I pray for them, pray for a happy rebirth. That I I ask for forgiveness and explain that it's just the way things are, that uh, and and that that they do have a ha- happy rebirth, future <laughs> incarnation. It's and the Buddha, the Buddha himself was well aware of this. One of the great, the first yeah. questions he asked, "Did you know? Do you know about this angel?" When the Buddha first set out mm-hmm. on his journey from the castle, I, I think he is he. No, maybe he hadn't left his his castle, his little princely lodgings at. That point, but he noticed he went out. I think it was as a child, actually, and he saw birds coming down and start and consuming worms. You know, and and it kind of bothered him. He's he's looking at things. Why do these birds have to come down here and prey upon these harmless little these worms that maybe, as a child, he he took to, you know, in in a big way. He enjoyed. Mucking around in the dirt with worms, and th- looked upon them as his friends and other fellow sentient beings. So, sentient consciousness has a lot to do with uh, with with the Buddhist perspective, as far as I
2: understand things and that well even the afterlife uh, concept that Jesus uh preached about it comes from the buddha in fact the uh m- monastery monks have a history of a gentleman that came from the mediterranean called isus uh jesus uh and isa uh, was is a term for it and uh, they spoke about in their in their teachings how this person that came to them was very young and studied the ways of the buddha in the afterlife. So when you talk about like heaven, hell, religion, uh, Christianity, all this stuff, a lot of it is based on Buddha, the Buddha and, the, and like their history and their teachings. And... Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it's pretty. It's yeah. been
2: long apparent to me
1: that's the case. Obviously, you've got to, yeah. you've got to uh, read between the tea leaves a little bit because what it is is you've got both are spiritual gold essentially, Buddha, Christ, spiritual gold. You've got both of them placed in a glass of water. Unfortunately, the one glass of water is kind of muddied. It's kind of a little bit dirty, a little murky. Whereas the other, the Buddha, has got clear water, largely. The water is very... As far as the basic concepts of suffering, death... or not... Su- sorry. Suffering, uh, desire, and change. And the way that those three... Those three themes basically tie into one another without having to get too long-winded... Uh, uh yeah suffering and suffering desire and change things change we we desire for one thing or another to either be present or to to disappear and to go away and if we can't handle it if we have a problem with it mentally uh or you could say even spiritually i suppose philosophically what have you psychologically that it causes problems if we're able to to see what is taking place more clearly then it's it's not as bad as it could have been. It all comes down to insight and attitude, really, a lot of it, just, you know, um, very much so. So, But there's so much to be said as far as, sure, Christ having st- this, this reborn business. Again, how much more obvious does it have to be? Born again, born again. These foreign teachings that he brought to that particular region and was promoting these. What are these foreign teachings? Is this the Carpenter's son? What are these foreign teachings? He's been missing for eighteen years. Is this that guy coming coming back again? What's this? You know this born again business. So, and and many other uh, Indian non-duality. I and the Father are one. That's uh, that's Indian non-duality. It's pretty obvious to me. I'm not sure. Uh, cl- obvious. <laughs> A lot of other people see it differently, but no. I mean, and I, I've studied this for a long time and kind of reflected on things. A so. lot of
3: other people do see it differently. Oh, it's I know. True. That's, yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. It, and it's not just to Jesus. I mean, the attributes go back to the Age of Horus, but every, you know, Messiah figure like Mithra, you know, these other figures right. have attributed to them the same exact... Attributes December twenty fifth, born of a virgin Mary Isis, uh, it's the same story over well, and over and over. Again. December twenty first, I think, more with
1: the 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 winter solstice. But the Jesus twi- yeah. was
3: not born in December. We know that. I'm not saying, I'm, yeah, you gotta agree on. No like, you know,
1: got pick a, He was born yeah. on one day or another. So it's, if we can all agree <laughs> on one day to celebrate his birthday, just let's just do it that way, and we can accept the fact that okay, maybe this isn't really. What it was, but it's, you know, they only was, I used think it was April December
3: twenty-fifth yeah. because it was winter solstice, and it was replacing a pagan holiday. That's all. It has right. nothing to do with anything historic. Were, we're not the No sheep... one knows when he was born. Well, but hang on. Let's scholars have
1: investigated this, and and but also I was thinking, wouldn't that be a great costume for a Halloween party, going as Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Well, little Jeffrey, that'd be e- that'd be easy to do. You just put on like a really kind of just get a basic wooly robe with a little, with a uh, with a rope at your waist, I guess, and who knows what. Yep. Uh, long, got to have a long sandals. hair, sandals, a wig. What's sandals
2: that? Sandals longer. Sandals, gotta yeah. Have sandals on, yeah. yeah that's and you right. can to have like Nikes and be Jesus, right? Like, no, Jesus no. was sporting yeah. Air Jordans. Or you could, a uh, years you sport.
1: could even carry a whip. If you wanted or or cat of nine tails something to, to 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 flagellate the uh the money changes with right he had some sort of yeah, I guess on board the our ship here we do have a cat of nine tails uh that uh, that is available for those who step a little too far out of line sometimes of course we just maroon we maroon the odd character too that they prove that they're not able to uh endure the you know, to, to you know, buy the ticket, take the ride. So, uh, and here we are. But once again, everything changes. Nothing is forever. Uh, Jesus as a Halloween character. That would be perfect uh, in many ways and pretty straightforward. A lot of fun. So, uh, I think I'm going to try that maybe next year. You know, the wife here, she's such, she's so... It's great, you know, this youthful spirit. And I I totally get it because I I work with kids a lot. And when I do, I'm kind of down at their level talking to them as, like, you know, the big kind of play friend or what have you. Uh, But as well, someone who demands respect or else they're going to get it. So, uh, which makes them squeal with delight and want to run around the room a little bit or whatever. (laughs) Have all sorts of fun. But uh, the wife with Halloween... You know, she's she's I don't know, are you guys are into dressing up and going out to Halloween parties still at this particular point in your lives, or is that a phase that was more uh part of your, you know, younger days?
2: Not me in particular. I haven't really gone out on Halloween in about maybe eve. 20 years almost and even then i was just like with friends going to parties and stuff like i was never trick-or-treating because as a kid again we couldn't really practice the religion so and uh my mom who wasn't jehovah's witness my dad was the heavy Jehovah's Witness, his whole family is my mom used to like sneak costumes when i was a kid to be like if you want to go play here's a costume go you know and and i was always like yeah i'd rather just tell him watch tv
1: Didn't I see a costume, a picture from you as a kid once dressed up as Spider-Man?
2: There was a Spider-Man one, and there was a one with me as a clown with my cousin Dory. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was when I was like four, Uh, and that was for Halloween. But that was, you know, because we were hanging out with my mom's side of the family. Which were a Christian and they didn't care about that kind of pretty stuff. Pretty good memory, yeah. huh? We're hanging out. I, I saw that picture years ago. Yeah, it
1: just sticks in my mind for some reason. I think I saw a picture of him just yeah. as Spider Man. <laughs>
3: so that's pretty yeah, that's cool. A good memory. Hey, uh, well, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> I dressed up as a French sailor today, I had this French sailor shirt. Really? It was pretty simple, but I was going to wear my uh, kind of blue wool sailor jacket, but it was too warm to wear. Um, but yeah, it's just very simple—a sailor shirt. Okay, yeah. all right.
1: So, um, I, I the wife once again. She's she does a pretty good job usually. I'm not sure how much she's going to want to get into it this year, but just that childlike, youthful uh, spirit. When I was back going to university in the early 1990s in uh, out of Victoria, Vancouver Island. Great, great time. Uh, just a great experience all around. A lot of fun. My grade point average was pretty damn decent as well, too, which if i would have stuck with what i had at that point i think who knows i probably never would have ended up in in south korea but as it was uh i decided to to pursue i should have just quit after 2 years actually uh but i decided to pursue things a little further and enroll in a uh, uh it's a it was a liberal arts type program multidisciplinary studies out of Nanaimo. I'm pretty sure they still have it there in place via Malaspina College University. We we picked up our accreditation. Accredit accredit accreditation? Accredit how do you how do you pronounce that word? We we managed to get our diplomas accredited. That's a little better. Via the University of Victoria. Just it's all politics, of course. And uh which was great because it worked well in our favor. So you look at my diploma now, and it's, it's it's a University of Victoria degree. And the point being, though, is that there was one particular Halloween that I, my friends, roommates uh, at the time, they they wanted to convince me to go out to a Halloween party and have a little fun. And I was just so focused and such a good little university student, not totally square, so much as just focused and dedicated to what I was doing. I just come from a job that, uh, where I'd been working on a military base actually. Uh, and that was that was pretty interesting. Rubbing shoulders with some uh, rather unique individuals and and character is quite a quite a cultural experience uh, a janitor basically how would you say sanitary sanitary engineer <laughs> oh god or or what have you
2: sanitation
1: yeah sana- yeah sanitary engineer and you know we we should talk about that word sanitary too don't let me forget but going but so that that was a hoot and and then just, it was great all on all fronts, frankly. Just a lot of incredible memories. Uh, looking back on having a chance to... Uh, could have met the Tragically Hip, actually. But because I was in pursuit this one particular evening out at this club that we were at. This is before, I think. I guess this is before I hooked up with his girlfriend. Uh, I'm getting to the, the heart of the story here in just a minute, folks. Sometimes I realize, yes, things are a little disjointed so you know bear with us but uh yeah could have met the hip that one night and simply because I was too distracted with this one uh you know female well she was in attendance there at the show she was looking for a good time so I, I tried to do my best to to show her uh, you know provide her with what she was looking for and as things uh, turned out in the end it everybody everybody came away happy you know within the course of things but it was shortly after that then so yeah totally br- brushed with fame the hip my friends had the chance to meet them backstage while well, they were still just not well that well-known at all, frankly, just on their rise to fame. Had a friend there who played street hockey with them out of Kingston, Ontario, back in the day. And uh, in some ways, you know, looking back on things now, I wish maybe I would have uh, just approached things a little differently, shall we say. But anyways, uh, be that as it may, there was shortly after this period in time, maybe right around that, that same time frame itself uh a chance to go to a Halloween party and they finally convinced me to go I went out and that's where I managed to hook up with a, a young lady who turned out to be my girlfriend uh, lover and uh, you know confidant the whole, the whole bit for the course of around not quite three years so that's when we we said our goodbyes, but uh, there we go. And she, she was really quite a character too, based out of the uh, North Vancouver region, that part of the city. So she came from a pretty well-to-do family. My dad still to this day shakes his head. He just can't believe I didn't, you know, why didn't you tie the knot? Uh, we we could have, but honestly, I just felt I was not in a position where I could provide for her. Or, you know, to, it, to to be a man, you know, you've got to, uh, even to this day, it's still something that's innate and natural. I think within most men, men to serve as as providers, caretakers, uh, and I was just in a position where, from a professional standpoint, I was able to bring home the bacon, and uh, still working my way through university and not quite uh clear on on what it was that my future held in store for me so our our parting ways was was it was it was rather amicable amicable actually and and not as bad as some of the future breakups that I had actually so it was it was a great learning experience all around though for sure and you want to talk about great white buffalo uh what's that got to do i don't know
3: (laughs) no it's uh uh, hot tub time machine the great white buffalo the the girl who got away oh really no 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 yeah it's quite funny the great white buffalo okay no it is a girl that's wonderful that the guy breaks up and regrets later oh no there's no regrets i'm not saying that at all no no no
1: so uh but no, no, no. In fact, uh, her last name was find later later. So if you look at that, to me, it just said, well, I guess we'll, we'll see you again some, you know, someday at some point around the wheel, as it were, whether it's, you know, this planet or the next, who, who the hell's really to say? So, um, uh, they were dressed up as there's was, she was there that night at the party with a couple of her girlfriends too It was like a fork, a knife, and a spoon and Everyone was very flirtatious with one another, just kind of i guess scoping things out and seeing how what was going to uh how things were going to play out over the course of the evening and and I actually never i i called her i guess. Geez, I don't know. I waited for a while. Maybe, did she call me? I don't know. I think, no, I might have called her, well, I don't know, like within a week or so. I think she might have, she might have said something along the lines of, gee, I kind of was expecting your call a little sooner, kind of deal. So, but no, we, we grew to be great friends. And someone that I still very much love and respect. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure she's doing well. Now, as it is, I think she has a family of her own and husband that she very much loves, presumably, uh, from what I can gather, what I understand. And very th- cool. That's that. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, but what I was, uh, we're going to talk about sanitary as well. And I, I'm not sure if there's more to the story as far as fleshing things out or providing a little color commentary. Janie Walker here talking about how many years ago she was in Hawaii, went to a Halloween party as Jaws. Jeez. Is that like James Bond Jaws or the shark? She had a great Jaws mask. Actually. she Oh, okay. She was the land shark from Saturday night live. Candy Graham, yeah. candy Graham. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Jeez. Is that like a cocaine kind of a subtle cocaine reference in any way or what exactly? I'm not sure. I just sat on a cat.
2: Oh, but I know they all were <laughs> on cocaine in that show. Oh years. yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I got I got a version. I just downloaded a version of National Lampoon's. I'm not sure what it is exactly, but it's it's old kind of radio type series with John Belushi and uh, a lot of those old like SNL uh, actors and personalities, including the likes of. uh the, the SCTV people, too. So, if we can if we can name a few right off the top of our heads, I can see them. Why is it like I can always see these people, their faces, but I can't come up with their names? Is this, Rick they, Moranis? I don't know if he was... I know who he is, of course, but... Catherine uh, O'Hara? Is it called Slap Shot? No, that wasn't the movie they were in. They were in Strange Brew. But that yeah. was yeah. Strange Moranis. Brew. Yeah, yeah, Catherine O'Hara... Catherine yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's a torrent you can easily find. Just type in "National Lampoon" and look for the audio. Uh, via where else, folks? Pirate Bay. I still say we need to bring them on as sponsors. Actually, I just haven't got around to reaching out to them. You know, it's it's on the it's on the to do list. It'd be great if you know, one of our listeners could maybe handle that. Perhaps someone that's not going to uh, totally. Either double cross or sabotage the whole affair. We do have a, you were talking earlier about six degrees of bacon. Yum, yum. Uh, although, I guess, yeah, not so much if you're, if you're what, Orthodox, Jew, or Muslim. Uh, yeah. But that with Pirate Bay itself, we've got a guest coming up, Al Borealis. And I think he's going to be returning. This will be something like maybe the fourth time we've done this. Fourth or fifth. And he's... For people that have been listening, tuning in for a while, they'll they'll know. Uh, the name Al Borealis, host of Forum Borealis. And he's actually... He has friends who not only work at Pirate Bay, but they helped to launch the whole... Uh, the whole enterprise itself. So we'll see if we can maybe work that angle, whether we have to reach out directly first and see how that potentially goes or what have you. You know, Kraken, uh, what is it, the Kraken Rum? I think it would be another, we we have their picture that we run here in the slideshow from time to time. I think I even saw it tonight as a matter of fact, but that would be somebody else I mean, why wouldn't we want to bring them on board other than the fact that it's alcohol? But, uh, you know, we are pirates after all. Just be advised, uh, be take great caution when consuming alcohol is all I would say, add as a caveat. Simply, if only speaking from personal experience, I'm, I'm sharing with this, maybe folks out there of, of the younger generation, not quite generation Xers necessarily that have, had to go through this and uh not continued in any form or remain alcoholics or heavy drinkers or people who were when they do consume booze spirits too let's not forget sometimes referred to known as spirits there's a reason for that people um so something hopefully that we can all together reflect on a little more ask ourselves why that is the case i think it actually has to do with if you look back at the classic greek koine term for happiness it was uh, simply known as eudaimonia literally meaning the good demon or daemon spiritual essence life force what have you soul that that works it's good enough for me uh the good demon within happiness. And that's once again, going back to the whole Buddhist angle, as we brought up earlier, not to uh, try to proselytize or convert too many people just presenting this information, but the main goal in Buddhism uh, is mostly there's a couple, but quite simply, it's just to make friends with yourself uh, it's great to make friends with other people, but if we can make friends with ourselves, maybe along the lines of what Carl Jung referred to as individuation. Uh, the alchemical marriage of the the feminine within the male and the male within the feminine, anima animus type uh, type deal that we strike that harmonious. Cosmic balance of the two that there's nothing more you can really ask for, but even beyond that business of being happy and making friends with yourself uh ultimately it is the liberation from the wheel of rebirth, you know along the lines of what hey uh Yvonne Christ his last words upon the cross, what were they? You son of a bitches! You killed me! <laughs> you <laughs> dirty, you dirty <laughs> bastards! Get your hands dirty off of
0: Jews, me! You You killed me! Into uh, your they, arms,
3: I commend my spirit.
1: Well, that's that's what you that's that, those were her, his last words,
3: supposedly. Well, there are there are, there are six on the cross. Yeah, let's not forget, Ivan. I mean, oh, I each got, mm-hmm. each gospel okay. have uh, different things, and right. You know, chronologically, which ones he said when or what? Okay, okay. It's difficult to say. All right. Well, it, they weren't
1: his last words. They are his last words upon the cross. If, in fact, this wasn't a substitute, say, a twin-type substitute, which, in the Muslim tradition, they they, they do talk about this, apparently. And I, if it's the Thomas, Judas, Judas Thomas Didymus, uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Tr- you're, you're right. Yeah, Actually, we can disagree tram- on this. Well, no, because you know, I don't. No, no, no. All I'm saying is I don't know. How the hell do I know? Unless, unless you're there witnessing, we have no idea. It's all left to speculation. So that's why you or need ar- to take it on faith, unless or just ignore it, I suppose, or or take a more agnostic perspective, which is what I do. Saying, look, it could be this, that, or the other, but I don't know. It is what it is.
2: You know, what what the hell can I do? You know to change things. It is what it is. Man, so uh, you know, it's there's a great documentary, Jeffy. Yeah, I highly recommend it Empire of the City, oh, uh, Ring of Power, which they talk about yeah. this very thing, right? And uh, they actually uh connect uh, uh yep. you know, Thomas Dudemus, who mm. supposedly was Jesus' twin, but yeah. he wasn't really his twin. Oh, yeah, he was a twin of Mary Magdalene, uh. who was Jesus's, uh, and, and Thomas were supposedly the half-brother and sister of Jesus, and she was also Jesus's secret wife.
1: Keep it in the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, I'm just looking at the clock here, too. I can't believe we're almost at two hours. This is crazy, the way that things, you know, time flies when you're having fun aboard the Robin Hood. So uh, we're going to have to work on wrapping things up here before too long. And honestly, I had really no talking points, per se, to work with. This go around other than the fact that uh you know it's that time well let me just say to finish up with <laughs> and to wrap up with this whole business of Christ on the cross. his last words there, as I understand it, were simply it is finished, so it's it's done, it's over that the the price has been paid, and there we go. it's the karmic debt, essentially from my understanding, way of looking at it, and I'll say that. Is the best that I can reckon is that the karmic debt that he had to pay was it had it was it was uh it was met, I suppose, is one way of phrasing things, and it was had, had been taken care of. Uh, if you follow what I'm getting at, it's done, right? It's you know, this, this is it. So, because I was earlier talking about the liberation from the wheel of rebirth, and in his mind i i suspect that because of the influence that he had during that time along the silk roads and elsewhere the 18 missing years that the influence of mahayana buddhism could have played a uh, well uh, almost unmistakably played a large part in his whole outlook and and Cosmological, uh, spiritual, if if you will, religious uh, perspective. So, and a big reason too, of course, the the separation distinction between the New and the Old Testaments. That's the whole point with him coming onto the scene, just as it was with the Buddha back in the day as a reformer. So, but this let me just to say this. Now, this is a impo- this is kind of interesting because uh, those weren't his last words of course because as the story goes he rose from the dead what three days after being locked in the cave I guess and uh, returned to, uh, to to life so the story goes broke bread with his disciples had a had a really decent quality exchange of words with them conversation and there was a drawing of lots I don't know a lot of People, even Christians themselves, for some reason, don't seem to know about this. Yvonne, if I'm mistaken here, set, you know, clarify for the record what really happened according to the biblical uh, story. But they drew lots. Is it the disciples or apostles? I'm always confused between those two terms. But they drew lots. And north, west, east, and south. Go and you take this gospel, spread the good news. As it were, where did Thomas uh, the doubter... Which I think that ties into the Gnostic Gospels, the Gospel of Thomas, uh, which, in my reading of that, that and it's something I could I could quite easily and happily revisit, I found it to be very Taoist, very very Taoist, Uh and and just I'm going to leave it leave it there, and I'm very serious when I say that with the way that it the the counter. With, with this and that and I and the other, and you know light and darkness and 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 the whole bit of course, which uh i mean its, it's the story goes on so much further from there, light speaking of yes, light so and darkness
3: um yeah, sort to interrupt you the um yeah they drew lots uh, right. in the book of acts uh, to choose a new d- disciple or apostle um and yeah, there were two guys they were looking at, and they they drew lots. Yeah, and they picked one. Uh, spiritually, a lot of people would say the Apostle Paul was really the new 12th disciple in spirit. But, um, but people can argue about that. And there there are many, many different points of views. Uh, tradition says Thomas went to India. And uh, a lot Correct. of churches began in South India. Correct. Uh, well, west, the West Coast. Well, Southwest.
1: Southwest. All right. So there we go. Isn't that something? That's right. And they still they still reside there to this day. Yep. You know, so that's... Spicy is... curry,
3: Madras. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, so that's really something. A lot of
3: people... And and why, why India? It's interesting, India. Hmm. They all went different directions. I mean, right. the spirit led them all. Different
1: places. Well, I, the drawing of lots and what Jesus told them led them all. I think they did not say the no Bible. Lots
3: do, no, there are no lots. They just went as the Spirit led them. I'll and mostly through persecution. Um, the, uh, the Greek Christians were driven out of the city because uh, the Greek Jews in Jerusalem were starting a persecution. And that's where Stephen was stoned. And so a lot of the Christians start moving north. I'm down with that. (laughs) So
1: uh, yeah, Uh, 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 where was he? Where was he? Where was he martyred? Saint Stephen.
3: Uh, Apparently, uh, outside the gates of Jerusalem. Oh, really? And you know who had a hand in that? You know, of all people,
1: what a bastard! what a bastard you know and 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 here he is paul like he was persecuting christians hunting them down doing the worst things possible to them and just utterly destroying their lives and then he then he has this sudden uh revelation or vision on the road to damascus and we're supposed to we're supposed to really just go along with that and and buy into the whole thing i just there's something that it doesn't it doesn't quite uh you know, it's it's like the the whole movement was hijacked at that point. Huge. Well, hijacked.
3: apparently he saw Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he's like, "Why do you kick against the pricks? My friend uh, Todd Kelly, you might remember him from Korea. He wrote a song called Damascus, a beautiful tune about the um uh the Appalachian uh trail, and going through the town of Damascus in Pennsylvania. And tying it to the Apostle Paul as well, going, We're all on the road to Damascus. It's a very wonderful song. You can find it online, maybe. Damascus by Todd Kelly. Todd Kelly, huh? How about yeah. that? So
1: we've got, uh, well, thank you for that. We've got a buxom pony here, Missy Nomer, wanting to drop into the conversation. Yeah, she is a little bit late, unfortunately. Uh, Maybe she slept in or was out having dinner with friends. Who's really to say what the deal was exactly? She, we did invite her, though. So uh, it's great that she showed up, unfortunately, just a little too late as we're working on winding things up here. Uh, it would be great to do a show just on this exclusively. And and uh, the reason we brought it up, I suppose, and we're kind of talking about it a little bit here is because of the way that uh let you know, so many Christians are with Halloween, they uh are they repulse they're they feel repulsed by it, they're, they're driven, they, they have a like a fear based reaction, it seems, to a large extent. Very negative type uh image in their minds of what of what Halloween represents and and Samhain, the history, and it's all for them, just devils and witchcraft and uh, just the worst things that they could possibly imagine. Uh, and while there is something to be said for that, there's also a whole spectrum and a very rich culture that encompasses so much, not only down through the ages and historically, but also geographically and culturally as well. 2 let's not forget so uh the dark the dark night of the soul and and just death itself which is i mean it's it's <laughs> yeah, you could say it's all written in the stars but it's all there uh on the table there's no escaping it you guys both know the leading cause of death are you are both of you aware of what that is I think Yvonne might know this one. I
2: don't mind. I don't
1: know. Oh, the leading cause of death. It's been the same thing all through history. As a matter of fact, every country in the world. You know, some people say car crashes, cancer, heart attacks. LAPD. Yeah, Yeah. LAPD. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's 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 an effect. That's just a, a symptom of the. Actual, if you look at things a little more clearly, the original cause of why people die is is birth. Birth itself, without which we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't have to worry about dying. In, in,
3: in the first place. Yeah, it reminds me, uh, so, John Cleese says, uh-huh. um, life is a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, uh, okay, and why is that? Well, we have sex,
1: and we create life. Oh, I get it. Okay, sure.
3: Uh, and the French. I, don't know, I thought it was kind of stupid. That's a good um, one. For me, Halloween, I love Halloween. You know, I me. Mean, I'm a beer-drinking liberal Lutheran. And um, most people I know love Halloween and um, the Christian community. We celebrate it, trick-or-treating. It's mostly for kids, and uh, it's harmless, and I have no problem with it. Um, I've got uh-huh. And uh, fear, fear is not of God. I mean, you know. Right. Um. I think, Hashtags, you know, people that you know. have faith in Christ should live free of fear. mm mm-hmm. Um. I'm not afraid of anything, really. Right. So, yeah. you know, and um, life, you know, uh, Halloween is a wonderful thing. Uh, it's a way to hug your inner child and uh, sure. party. And yeah. and uh, to kind of put a mask on and be somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, try something on. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, I have no problem with it. Good. Good. Well, that's
1: great. I'm happy uh, to hear that. uh, The last thing we would have wanted. I mean, we would have been able to deal with it, I'm sure. But have somebody show up and and uh, you know have to take on the act as the turd, the uh, proverbial turd in the punch bowl, shall we say you know <laughs> uh bu- hashtag buzzkill. so speaking of things being buzzed and killed a bo- a box-um, a buxom pony is dealing with wi fi issues uh currently, so that could be one of the reasons she hasn't been able to make it Joey boomer uh better late than never have a chance to go back and listen to the the uh balance of what we've we've archived here to this point we've got actually a couple items here we want to share with you folks via the the video end of things including the fact let's not forget Yvonne you could have been going out there on video yourself if that's what you would have wanted but what we're going to do here we'll get you both to mute out because we've got a uh a ghost story here is what we have what we have uh set aside here for our audience members people out there in radio live streaming land and we're going to share this with you here momentarily uh fingers crossed so stand by Let's see how this goes
0: Why did you use the internet got to be our turn soon all right folks it's bedtime no more internet for today
1: well, i'm not sure if this is a clip i was looking for what's going on no no we're locked. tomorrow everyone get to bed oh jeez. Oh, it's an like american
0: <laughs>
1: so non-transitional content we got to provide a little commentary here or copyright strikes could be in our midst, coming our way, from what I understand. What are we looking at? This does look like South Park. I thought that this was supposed to be a ghost story.
3: What the hell? Oh, finally, I'm online again. Yes! Japanese girls
0: puke in each other's mouths. Harao oh, kawaii how are nice. you? kawaii so now let's see some beastiality.
2: Well, right now we've got dead air on this thing, Jeffy. Do you? Well, you,
1: shouldn't, you shouldn't have dead yes, air, sir. so we haven't muted anything out, but yes. oh, don't worry about it. it. I'm, I'm sorry, but we've got Sillion things streaming out here quite nicely, so
2: we'll have to work on this later. Provide a little commentary there for your your audience, I just, this is Randy Marsh. Yeah, but remember when when you're when you're doing uh, audio also and you have dead air, that's not good for the audio people listening.
1: That's where your professional hosting skills kick in, Angel. So fly at it. I'm
2: gonna run uh, some music while you're doing your thing over there. What the? Dad?
0: Randy? Oh, uh. There was, a, there was a ghost.
2: Uh, this,
0: this ectoplasm. Did you see the ghost? It ran through here. It, it slimed
2: me. You son of a bitch. No, that wasn't me. That was a spooky ghost.
1: There you go, folks. Randy Marsh, spooky ghost, ectoplasm. Like I said, wasn't quite the clip that we had in mind, but uh, it's going to have to have to uh fit the bill for for and then serve the purposes for what we're putting together here this go round episode number 249 of pirate radio podcast it's our annual world halloween essentially open house and round table so we got one more special item to share with listeners that we could be targeted again with in Picking up uh, a copyright strike on, and this is really strange, actually. Angel. We'll talk about more of this after we wrap things up here, but I did not shut anything down. Uh, it's all running in a similar type way via our end of things as per what is the case with the with the news actually i didn't there's no muting uh, you out here on Skype. Everything was left wide open.
2: Question though, are you using VLC as video for that video? Uh yeah, okay. VLC um has a uh in the configurations has a tab where you actually make the audio play from a certain part in the computer. Sometimes unless you go there and you actually do it, uh, it won't feed any audio into the OBS or whatever it is you're using. So yeah, you have to be very careful with VLC. That's a good. This point. is how I know you're using VLC. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well. Uh-huh. Yeah. sir. Except well.
1: That's that's why uh that's why you get paid the not just the big bucks but the the countless doubloons you manage to 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 rake in every year, of course, which uh all kidding aside, no, I think you could stand to have a little more support through Patreon, as as could we ourselves, of course. Um and if there are people out there listening who have enjoyed the live stream or have gotten anything of any value out of the hundreds of shows that we've put together here both with respect to the news and the friday night feature end of things over the years uh you consider consider helping out as far as paypal donations are concerned pirate one radio at protonmail.com is the way to do that uh we got our patreon in place of course minds.com always able to accept token donations Odyssey has got a great tipping system in place. Uh, Rumble, I'm not so sure about, and Bitchute, I tell you, you know, it's it's an ongoing struggle really to work on doing what we can here to uh, sail along smoothly, uh, smoothly as possible with with having to. Reformat the, the other computer just a couple of days ago, now running off of uh, a new version of Bodhi Linux, and it's, it's providing a bit of a learning curve, as folks out there hopefully might appreciate and be able to uh, acknowledge. Oh, God. I tell you, yeah, these various platforms as well, too. This is the headaches. We got shut down. Not only did Twitter shut down our main account, Captain... Long John Sinclair, just Captain Sinclair, that Discord now has has me locked out. Jaffy Ryder, they've only they're only allowing the the one Discord account because of these the uh, and this is where the spy phone technology is just such BS, man. Think about how would they do things if we only had landlines? You know, they're constantly wanting. You to confirm through, uh, you know, either QR codes, and that that all ties into the whole Corona apocalypse end of things too. Let's not kid ourselves. Pay attention to what's going on there, folks. I'm sure that this coming Tuesday night, uh, listeners, audience members can can offer some further insight and information as far as what's taking place via your end of things, your your part of the world with all the the latest uh, developments, tyranny that is endlessly encroaches. And, uh, you know, it's just this stranglehold, really, the Fabian socialist agenda that they are rolling out from the highest levels. So uh, back, though, more just to tonight's show itself, over two hours plus now, and we got one more item, special... A uh, special a uh, song, really, is what we're hoping to present to you here. And if everything goes as we would like it to, we'd be able to uh, kind of skirt around the the copyright infringement as uh, it's often referred to. It's the way we hear it talked about, generally, is copyright infringements even talk about infringements on our rights, well, how about a gross violation <laughs> that's for me it's like why are we talking about infringements these are these are these are these are fucking gross uh attacks and and the most extreme form of violation of our fundamental rights as humans one could possibly imagine, and they expect people simply just to you know uh to remain completely passive and not respond in any either just you know thoughtful manner but way in which they are standing up for themselves and trying to help support others who are more defenseless uh you know weaker being preyed upon by the hashtag the kraken this is the real kraken we're talking about here too there was there was some involvement definitely with respect to uh, the Kraken, as it was portrayed and, and presented throughout the course of the, the last presidential election. But uh, the Kraken itself has long existed, going right back to the the uh, the likes of what Thomas Hobbes put together in his uh, classic Leviathan. Uh, publication, so even the Book of Revelations, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't that talk about Yvonne? Uh, just to be clear here, I'm, I'm not overly a hundred percent up to speed on things, but some like a beast of the seas, like almost like a seven-headed Hydra or something along those lines in the in the end times, uh, which to many uh, to a certain extent, I do see ourselves as living through, uh, if only to the day we die. And that's where, for us at least, the world ends.
3: You know. Yeah, book of Revelation, um, at least in my opinion, was fulfilled in the first century. Oh, right. There was the Antichrist. And, right. Um, it's called apocalyptic literature. Right. It's uh, got a lot of hidden meanings in that. And, um, People that see it for today's age are either schizophrenic or insane, in my opinion. Yvonne,
1: come on, man. Bill Gates, are you not up to speed on? You have no idea as to the. uh you're calling you're calling me personally either schizophrenic or insane because I I'm looking around I'm at what joking. we have. I'm just joking. Oh, I see.
3: Okay, kidding. All right. Oh, All right. everyone has their own points of view, but. Uh, Jacques Ellul, uh published a book called *Apocalypse*, and he made a beautiful argument saying that um, it was fulfilled in the first, second century hmm. B, uh, a, uh, C E. under Nero. And I agree with him. With Nero? Yeah, Nero is a horror. He, oh well, man, he, he burned Christians yeah. and
1: set well, them on torture sure. and I other mean, things.
3: And, and it Bet just ended, and that was it. Who's old- Antichrist.
1: Yeah, even, you're familiar even with the term history, history repeats itself Or for that matter, history rhymes yeah.
3: Well, also there are many Antichrists, so, you know Right, exactly But, but I mean, uh, you know, in a sense of the end of the world um, I'm on the welcoming committee Not the programming committee of Christ's return Christ may not come back For another thousand years, for all we know It's just our narcissism And ethnocentrism That makes us want Him want, want To come back now which to me is kind of bullcrap. So what if God was one of us? Remember that famous song
1: from back in the, I guess it was mid to, I think it was mid to late nineties. Uh, I don't exactly remember the artist, but it was a, it was a great song. Definitely something worth reflecting upon. And the fact that, uh, what if, what if God was all of us, I think is the Hindu way of looking at things. And, uh, for that matter, I've often pondered the whole business of if Christ was to return, how would we even be able to recognize him necessarily? Would it be that evident? Really? Or, you know, <laughs> I'm not so sure. I'm not, I'm really not so sure. I think it might, it could be a little more subtle. Uh, in fact, I, I'm willing to bet that he's come back many times. Uh, the, you know, it's, as that's the whole point. He's talking about being born again. He was he was hip to that uh, that cosmic principle that that energy neither is destroyed nor created, but rather simply just finds itself endlessly changing and transformed. And uh, what more can you really do? It's it's what we it's, we all have to abide by these cosmic laws, whether we're aware of them. Or not, most of us are completely ignorant, of course. So, what can you really do other than try to help people? In my view, the only reason I'm here, I know as a once again practicing the path that I do my way of uh, going about life and living in this world is I'm just here to help people. I mean, I'm here to help all sentient beings. That's my understanding my way of looking at things and that when i leave hopefully the world will be a better place than when i first arrived on the scene i haven't done too much damage or for the people that i have genuinely caused harm or or hurt to or offended because of you know my stupidity or lack of uh tact or what have you that uh, well you would you would hope there'd be there'd be room for forgiveness and understanding at, at some point along the way for not for not for all of us of course so uh but the sanity business here's another thing this might be a decent segue as we as we wrap up the sanity end of things is what is a buxom pony talking about here via D Live, oh Joan Osborne, thank you. Yeah, Joan Osborne, great to have you on board here with us. Still a buxom pony. I wish you know we could even try the after show if you're ever to get your act together and figure out how to how to launch Skype properly via your end of things. They're out on the west coast of uh, the Americas, but uh, we'll we'll make. I think we'll manage to connect here hopefully before too long. In fact, I've got a proposal for you, not of the indecent nature necessarily. Well, not not in any way. Just I'll keep it aside. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, more of a sort of well, it it has to do with just the network itself and uh, something that I came I came up with. I thought maybe it would be a good fit for you potentially. Or if not, Maybe you know someone that would be more interested in uh in, in taking on this little project, as it were. So we'll we'll talk more about that behind the scenes. Just wanted to get that out to you though. And let's not forget a box and pony share, if you would please, share your Discord once again for us here via wherever you can d live or what have you and then we can we can feed it back through restream and uh hopefully everybody out there uh via facebook uh twitch twitter d live and youtube they'll all be able to to see the link um sometimes that's not how it works unfortunately so uh, just got got to make the best of things because of the suppression of information uh, that sometimes occurs mostly just of the way things are configured unfortunately that uh facebook i know for one doesn't always they're not always wanting to uh, play nice as it were and cooperate with other with other platforms including restream but uh yeah we definitely like to share your discord link uh, if possible she she spends a lot of time over on discord she has a great room over there with great people and it's a lot of fun in fact <laughs> after we did the show with her uh last week this this past friday a week ago tonight of course that i got sucked into uh to joining her there via the after show uh you know we didn't we weren't able to record anything because of technical issues unfortunately with the uh, just the way things were were running and uh you know we'll get we'll get a handle on things here eventually but it's it's a handful uh, from time to time the the point being though we had a great exchange of ideas and conversation and it's really a shame that it wasn't we weren't able to to actually archive it because it would have been epic and really something that I think our Patreon supporters for as little, well, for, you know, starting for as little as $1, you can get engaged with us and involved at uh within that context over on Patreon. We should even remind people of Subscribestar too. Some people don't like Patreon. So there is a Subscribestar option. If you're interested in that, let us know. But we have one dollar you pick up the multimedia package that we offer each week with respect to the news and uh, we we pu- put that out and share it with our patreon supporters intermittently uh, periodically and even more so the after show itself goes for two dollars and fifty cents uh there's a there's another tier level to things uh where you can reach out and engage yours truly for uh an hour and right now it's 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 a measly ten dollars and i've really been thinking that you know we've got to we've we've got to make it clear that our time here is is worth a little more than that in in addition to the fact if well if only because half of everything that we do manage to generate goes directly back to charity it it's just you know it's the way things Way the way we run things here, and we just don't understand why more social media personalities and uh operations that really you know do well for themselves, Tim Pool, Steven Crowder, Alex Jones, who are who are a few of the, the high profile women out there, uh, Candace Owens, you know, and and others, why maybe they go about doing this in a very quiet Kind of behind the scenes way, I I would imagine that's that's quite possible. But at the same time, why not promote charity? Not not even in the sense that you're doing it yourself, but just the fact that we can all do something more to help people, complete strangers, you know, and that's what this upcoming Operation Secret Santa campaign is all about. Season seven. Ooh, lucky sevens, I don't know. Roll of the dice. Roll them bones there, matey. And let's see what we have. Snake eyes, are Or perhaps Lucky Sevens. Who's really to say? Uh, but I think that about does it. We're going to call it a night here. You know, Public Streaming Network, we haven't talked too much about your project over there, Angel. I know you uh, like to get a plug-in as is you know you, you obviously should that's that's you're free to do that at any time so feel free to throw that out there whenever uh, you feel the the time is right but uh, publicstreamingnetwork.com mm-hmm. or do i have that right
2: you actually said it right this time publicstreamingnetwork.com oh, okay. yeah yeah all right well
1: there's some there's <laughs> there's i get confused with other i'm not sure who it is but there's a couple other outfits it's it's dot net so uh in fact you mm. know what i think it's it might be Vinny, the Vinny eastwood show i'd have to check that dot com or dot net we had Vinny on recently i'm not sure if you yep. if, were you there for that
2: i was there okay I was
1: there. oh right yeah that's right you are you gonna get him <laughs> on your show
2: yeah actually i plan to he's a fascinating dude to talk to so i, I look forward to him. in fact tomorrow um or this sunday coming up uh I'm gonna be back on air for the first time in a couple months since you know I've been dealing with my medical stuff. And uh we're gonna have a big powwow of uh you know different things that are happening and I wanna give a shout out to a person who's gonna be on the air with uh with us who's uh I have a special announcement about this person, Danny Benton, uh who's joined PSN and he's gonna be on air with me and uh going forward with the network, it's gonna be some uh, information that you definitely don't wanna miss because he's going to be a very important part of what's going on uh, going forward in the future with the network. Uh, But, uh, yeah, uh, quick shout-outs to him. Uh, Of course, the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, they're working with us. SoFlow Radio is working with us. Uh, You know, there's a whole lot of stuff. And, of course, yourself and the Pirate uh, Network, uh, WPRPN, is uh, part of uh, PSN. So, uh, you know, we're growing, expanding, and uh, making uh, the horizon better and brighter for everybody, we don't build back crack better like Joe Biden, but we are making podcasting great again on publicstreamingnetwork.com. So tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern, join me, Angel Espino, on my show, Inside the Jackal's Head, on publicstreamingnetwork.com.
1: Build back butter.
2: How about that one?
1: That's I like that, build back butter. Build and then you can look at that. You could build back back butter. It's like, what do you mean? Build what are we making butter? You could you could it, it you could take mm, it on a lewd type angle if you want? It's like, oh, we got some back butter on, on you there, baby.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, ooh.
1: So how about that? Uh all right. But that about does it. Yeah, we've got we got uh, bucks and pony here asking us to hang on. Uh, which we'd like to, but we gotta queue up this outro tune that we've 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 got waiting in the wings right after we get to to Yvonne of course they're out of Coquitlam and thank you so much Yvonne for for being a part of this uh this year's annual Halloween uh round table it's been it's been a lot of fun and very very enlightening very informative and um without you it would have been a whole lot different, both you and Angel and everyone out there listening, of course. Much appreciated.
3: Uh thanks, uh Jeff. Yeah, I had a really good time and uh forgive me for being um the poop in the ointment at times. No, no, no. You uh, that was I fine. It was, it's very valued. No, no, that's the whole thing. I really wanted well, someone. Well, I'm just giving a... you a a Christian point of view, and yeah. there are many, many sure. points of views. Oh yeah. In Christendom and outside Christendom, uh, the uh, I really appreciate you and love you. The um, and um, those who don't know, I work as a, um, a pastoral counselor. I'm available online via Skype video. First half hour is always free. A Skype video counseling, and uh, remember, there's hope. And we also have a sliding scale for those who can't afford the fees. Um, we can charge a lot less. So uh, if you want to have a session, and even if you end after 30 minutes and walk away, that's fine. But if you do want to continue, um, uh, we can work together, uh, help find integration, those feeling anxious, depressed, in this time of COVID-1984. So thank you very much. I'm at harpo.ca website. Thank you. God bless.
1: All right, well, happy sailing, and uh, happy Halloween to uh, to everyone out there listening. All the little ghosties and ghouls. We're gonna try to cue up this outro song cool. uh, with a different. We'll get you to mute out if you would, both uh, Yvonne and and Angel, because of course you're on the same channel as the the music uh, presentation itself we're going to try different media player angel and hope that it 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 uh it works a little better so uh no guarantees here no promises but if everything everything turns out the way that we would ideally hope them to uh you'll be able to clearly hear what well, we have four listeners, courtesy of Reina Del Cid. I probably don't have the pronunciation down very well at all. And if either of you guys can do a better job, Reina Del Cid, if you want to say it really quickly and try to you know, fake your way through it. But uh, they've got a great song here called Hallow's Eve. WPRPN.com is the website. You'll want to drop by, check out. Remember, Operation Secret Santa 2021 is coming up here shortly. Now's the time for you to reach out, uh, as well as like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the notification buttons across our social media wherever you find them. Be sure to tell your friends, family, and coworkers what uh, what kind of a a gig. Uh, a venue more than anything that we have in place or the platform that we make available as a as a free public service outside of any time we receive donations from our listeners of course, it's a hundred percent completely free public service uh to the world and with respect to the website the sign up once again it it's it's free. All you simply need is a username, password, and email. From there, everything should be pretty straightforward. Lumberjack, speaking of donations, we should be trying to keep an eye on things here. It looks like uh, somebody dropped us a... uh, Has he been subbing us? I guess he has. Lumberjack Steve, 388. How about that? I had no idea. So, you know, I don't know, I'm not 100% clear on how this all this monetization works as it were via D Live, the the digital end of things. Uh, but we're really happy, of course, anytime anyone wants to show us a little love along those lines, whatever capacity, even if you are not just the monetary end of things. Uh We also encourage you to think outside the box, of course, along with the old like, comment, share, subscribe, notification buttons, as was mentioned earlier. That's pretty straightforward and in some ways should really go without having to say anything about it. But it's also important to remind people as well, too, lest we forget. uh, Just to encourage people to think outside the box, as with this upcoming Operation Secret Santa campaign ways of getting involved helping people in your community or folks on the completely opposite side of the planet Hallow's Eve courtesy of Rihanna Del Cid try this with the Windows media player, fingers crossed everything will uh, be able to come across and connect with with Angel in a, a clear as possible manner. I'm not sure if you're there or not, Angel. How are we doing though, to, you know, tonight with the with the numbers. That end of things always curious. Sometimes it's it's really amazing, of course, the the folks out there. You know, some people might be surprised, but uh you know, it can it's either hundreds or even as many as thousands of folks listening via mm-hmm. uh, soflow and, and the great sunshine state of Florida, USA.
2: Yeah, well, PSN right now on the radio and uh, has uh, three hundred and sixty live listeners, and uh, there's over twelve hundred on the uh, social um, side. So pretty good numbers for considering. You know, we're entering the Halloween.
1: That's that's really great, man. We really appreciate it the way that yeah. you uh you managed to bring it from your end of things, Danny Banton as well too. Someone we like to reconnect with. Yep. I know he's been uh he's been kind of keeping a low profile the last number of years, but we will, uh, that that's, that's fabulous. So he really is. He's so knowledgeable when it comes to the technical end of things, the two of you. Yeah. I mean, you go back a long ways and, uh, he's, he's a valuable asset. Someone that's really, um, is great to have on board and working as as part of the team. So in addition to that angel, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you're also, we're going to, I'm not sure if we should, well, we're not gonna talk about actual numbers here exactly, but you're gonna have something coming your way probably. Uh courtesy of well, Santa Claus himself, I think is gonna be putting a little something in your Christmas stocking oh. this year, shall we say? Oh so, nice. Yeah. Appreciate just, it. Well, I mean we can we can afford it. And uh it's not it's you know it's it's not. I wish we could we 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 could offer more. I wish we could give everyone so much more, but that's just not the way it works. Uh not at least at this stage of the game. If we have more people buying our T-shirts and coffee mugs via Teespring, mm-hmm. that might <laughs> every little bit adds yeah. up. We only pick up a dollar or two at the sale of each item, but anyways, uh, enough of the the digression and and uh, just the way that we're kind of fading out here. It's it's been a great ride though. And
2: yeah uh, I guess real received... quick I, I'm gonna highly recommend it for you, Jaffy, since we are hitting Halloween. Check out Halloween Kills, the movie. I just watched it. It's awesome if you're into the uh, Michael Myers Halloween franchise. I really see. good movie. No. Yeah. All right. Myself personally, the,
1: the horror movies other than like Dracula and Jaws, you know the classics, Bella Lagosi and uh Karloff they say you are what you eat. And I know, Hey, when it comes to the horror genre, there's a lot of those monsters that they're, they're eating a a good, many different things, including, you know, people and, and the whole bit. So, uh, I, I'm just, uh, I try to, I try to be mindful, really careful as to what I consume, not just from the standpoint of dietary intake, but also, uh, when it when it comes to the sort of stuff that uh basically I take in through pop culture and and uh you know internet and everything else that uh goes along with so many of the options the choices that we have right to occupy our time fill our lives and and either pollute our minds or uh cleanse them I suppose, which I've got to finish on this point. it goes back to the whole sanity business. That word itself literally means it means clean, of course, sanitation. And what other words? What other words does that remind you of? Well, one word that reminds me of is saint. So oh, I was going to go
2: with sanitarium, but that's just
1: no. That's that's exactly this. That's the same idea, precisely, yeah. that you go there to clean up and purify your polluted minds and and your soul, just to kind of you know get everything worked out. So, but. Uh, Yeah, talking about St. Stephen and all the other uh, martyred individuals, unfortunately, too. Uh, But to do that, to be a saint, really, it calls for one to... You have to be pretty serious when it comes to the whole spiritual end of things. No games, really. I guess it's okay to joke around and have a little fun, of course, but... Not when it comes to, you know, the whole business of Satan, get behind thee. Uh, and, and in the Buddhist context, Mara, I know you. It's it's the same thing. You know, both of those characters, Christ and Buddha, 40 days either in the desert or the jungle, and they're having their kind of dark night of the soul, all this temptation that they, they, they reject and they cast off. So uh, you know, I think there's a lot of power there, spiritual power. It's really quite something. But yeah, Hallow's Eve, Rihanna Del Cid, hopefully no copyright strikes on this. And with the Windows Media Player, that we managed to connect with Public Streaming Network and, and what Angel has been presenting to his audience out there, courtesy of Florida. Thank you, everybody around the world who has tuned in tonight, along with folks that are checking us out via either Odyssey or Rumble having problems getting our material up on BitChute these days. On behalf of Captain Long John Sinclair and all the rest of the crew here aboard the Robin Hood, until we meet again out on the high digital seas. I'm your host as always, the show's Chief Communications Officer, Jaffe Ryder. Remember folks, keep your eyes on the sky and ear to the ground. tally
0: We shrink from our fear, hide from our demons, till the daylight appears. But on one hallowed night, when the moon is just right, we seek out the darkness, welcome the fright. On this hallow's eve, I'll make friends ghosts. I'll gather the monsters and raise up a toast. A feast for the ages and Hydra just don't get along But it so happens the Kraken is gifted in song And he sings them all to cheer
1: Having carefully looked over each of our navigation panel instruments, checking every level, switch, dial, cable, knob, and pulley, by all accounts and indications, we indeed see its time once again to drop anchor inside Mystic Bay. Draw an end to yet another week of World Pirate Radio Live. Remember, if you're looking for a little more animated online action, Keep in mind, we've likely got yet another great free-flowing rogues gallery after show coming up for the next hour in one of our more premium, exclusive, and remote digital underground online pirate hideaways. Also, if you yourself have a new, novel, intriguing, or otherwise underreported idea, unique individual, or pressing item in mind, be sure to either drop us a line directly over on WPRPN.com or fire us a quick email via One radio at ProtonMail.com. We're always open to exploring fresh creative suggestions, intriguing guest ideas, cutting-edge discussion topics, and captivating themes. Remember, WPRPN.com member site subdomain links are also always available. Great for artists, musicians, podcasters, bloggers, social media personalities, or pretty much just any old land lover looking to boost their online visibility, presence, and reach. Basic personal profile accounts can be launched for just $60 per year. Staking your claim now helps not only strengthen you and the network, we're also looking out for the little guy. That's right, folks. As much as half of all WPRPN's profits are redirected right back into the hands of the people who really need it most, community charity. After all, we are the Robin Hood. You can further embark on your own personal pirate journey by either liking, sharing, commenting on, subscribing to, or just following us via virtually any mainstream social media platform, including Twitter, Facebook, Gab, or Minds.com.